2: because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins
0: that's right keep your rider die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply
2: the following is
3: a production of dirty mode media
0: Door
1: bumper clear. clear by two pretty shallow entry Bumper
2: hey everybody! I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the Six Cup car only this weekend. Freddie,
1: yo, what's up? Spotter for Bubba Wallace for all but four laps yesterday. I had I thank God I did not have Chandler Smith this week. He was in Portland getting in his own trouble, uh, and I had Matt Mills in the truck race. What's up, Casey?
0: Hey guys, Casey Boat here. I did not spot any drivers, um, and of course, lovely. Brett Griffin decided that we weren't important enough today. But I think that this show might be one of the coolest shows because, Freddie, I believe we have a pretty cool guest today.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we actually ran into this guy at a uh, function in Coda, I think it was, right? And uh, we just started talking about how he, he listened, enjoys the podcast. And uh, yeah, so, Graham Smith, welcome to DBC. What's up? <laughs> Good to see ya. you. You yeah. picked
0: a great show with Brett. Not here.
1: So, how so. did you really mean that? Did you did you
2: really enjoy the podcast? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, I started listening
3: uh, on the later end, and uh, I think at least I can account for the most recent episodes. It's been
1: fantastic. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. So, um, just talking about obviously, you are the vice president of business operations at US Legend Cars International. Uh, I mean, is that it's, I used to refer to Six Hundred Racing? Yeah, uh, you know, that's basically that you guys distribute all Legend Cars essentially yep. across the country, right? Yep, we manufacture and
3: distribute all uh, all Legend Cars from here to uh, to all forty countries that we're we or thirty countries, sorry, forty states, thirty countries is where we have dealers. But yeah, so
1: so let's obviously. Marcus Smith's son. We'll yep. start there, but we like, go ahead and get that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's just get that over. with, You <laughs> know, is, the hell with him now. Let's
1: let's just get rid of him now. We don't have to mention <laughs> him the rest of the show. Uh, but like, we're just talk about like your upbringing. Uh, you know, just where you came from. Obviously, racing family for your, uh, sure. your whole life.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll start off with the kind of like, kind of a weird one that I didn't really care about cars or racing until I was about sixteen. Um, it's my dad's fault. <laughs> he, uh, well, not that I wasn't into it. I tried racing uh, legend cars. Bandoleros did pretty well. Got myself one win. I uh, was pretty proud of that win. Uh, then I tried legend car racing, and I can point out a few guys that are in the Cup Series now that made me quit. But uh, <laughs> then I drove a Jaguar F-Type R, and I was 16, and that part was my dad's fault. And ever since then, <laughs> I got the biggest speeding ticket I've ever
2: got in my oh. life in the first week of driving that car. <laughs> And uh, well, you, you gotta tell us how fast it was. I mean, you can't just say that and not say you weren't doing like so I got caught. a 30 because the sexual limitations caught. run out on this. Shit. <laughs>
3: I got caught at 55 in a 35, but oh, I can assure you that I was going significantly faster <laughs> than <at> 55. <laughs> so I don't know if the guy's radar was broken or what, but I looked down at when he said 55, I was like, thank god, you're right, yep, that's so, exactly yeah. how fast yeah. I was going. Yeah. You're right, sir,
2: absolutely. When Jack would tell us about getting speed tickets, and he, the officer would be like, oh, I got you at uh, you know, 95, and Jack would be like, like, oh, I was already—you already got me when I already slowed down. <laughs> yeah, I hit the brakes before that, buddy. <laughs>
3: but no, I—I hmm. I got into uh, I got into cars and racing. Cars become a complete and utter obsession for me uh, as of the past like few years. Just I've, I'm 25 years old and I've owned. One at a time. I've never owned more than one at once, but I'm on my uh, 13th car. Jesus. What? Yeah. So I, I have a bit of a problem. I was going to say a yeah. little bit of impulse. But... Yeah. Well, it's like, oh, that one's pretty cool. I could probably trade this in for that. And then I got that one for two, three months, and then I'm
2: bored again. And so you own them all at different times. You don't own yeah. 13. Yeah. No, I didn't, <laughs> didn't own all 13 at once. I don't have that kind of money. No. That's, I uh, that's interesting. I, yeah. I mean, there's no. I mean, you might drive by a car later today and yeah, maybe. You never know. Maybe <laughs>
3: I actually don't own a car right now. Oh. So what's yeah. a, who's a, whose car is we that? The that we st- that oh, yeah. we yeah, stole one this morning. Borrowing that dad. We That's dad's stole car. It. No, I'm, I'm driving a company car now, but I was mm. like, dad, it's kind of funny. I'm at the point where I don't own a vehicle.
1: <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, you got summer shootout coming one of your yeah. – obviously, I'm assuming bigger events for you guys. The um, Let Listen, to me, legend car racing across the country is blown up. I know my home track, Riverhead, they're getting – 30, 40 cars a night, they're sending people home which is rare in the short track world these days and pretty much any racetrack i go to where there's legend cars at it's it's big competitive fields bandolero racing also taking off under the same banner i assume uh riverhead again they have two different classes because they have so many cars there uh just talk about summer shootout coming up and and you know and and if i'm trying if i'm a dad with a kid growing up like how do i get into bandolero or legend car racing
3: yeah absolutely so uh funny enough i was talking to dan barker from nascar he said he was up at riverhead said it was just an absolute show this past uh, couple weeks ago but uh, yeah, so Summer Shootout is really the, kind of the crown jewel of legend car racing. It's, it's 10 rounds in eight weeks at Charlotte Motor Speedway on the quarter mile, right there on the front stretch of the oval. So uh, you get a chance to compete on the same asphalt that, uh, that all the cup drivers get to go on and uh, i tell people that these kids treat summer shootout like rick hendrick is is sitting right there in the suite and he's like i want that eight-year-old like that's the (laughs) one i want (laughs) when he's when he's ready to drive a, a cup car that's the one i want so these guys they drive that way and it's really competitive and it's uh it makes for some really awesome racing but yeah if you're trying to get involved i mean look no further than if you're Seven years old uh, or older, you can drive a Bandolero. Uh, They cost about $7,000. It's probably the cheapest full cage-built race car you can get out of a shop that's making them, like an actual manufacturing plant, not just making one in your garage. Um, So then you've got the Legend car, which starts at $18,900, and that one is for 10 and up. Um, And our youngest competitor is Keelan Harvick. I'm going to use him as an example because he's 10. And then our oldest, I believe, if he's still out there racing right now, it's Nelson Stewart. It's Tony's dad. He yeah. has been racing dirt legend cars up, like up in the Midwest, just running them still. So uh, yeah. we pride ourselves in having the oldest and youngest competitors. Yeah,
1: you go out to the summer. I always make it out there at least once or twice. I had to go. Uh, Last year, I think it was, because Tommy Baldwin got suspended for about three weeks, and I had to go take his kids out there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just amazing. And, I, I mean, I remember when I first moved down here, I was obviously helping Bubba. But Bubba would go back and run every once in a while, even when he was running K N or Cup. Like, he, he'll go back. And that's where these guys came from, Bubba, Blaney, Joey. You know, I remember, you know, talking about, like, trying to get noticed. I'll never forget. I went back. This is when Bubba was running. And uh, Gray Galding was probably like seven or eight years I old. against Gray, yeah. and he had he was head to toe, like KHI, everything, like little, yeah, professional Gray. Didn't night. he have the donut stuff oh, on his yeah. car Krispy too? Cream. Yeah, Krispy Kreme, yeah. truck around, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was the best thing ever.
2: They would always bring Krispy, like the cup races. This is my yeah. I don't know if you were spotting yet or not. They used to bring he would bring donuts to every cup hauler. That like walk in himself and lay him on the counter. Oh yeah, like he was so young though.
1: Oh, Uh, he was a kid. Just going out there as a black. I mean, even. Aside from the racing, you, you know you've got bus races and stuff for the kids. You know yeah. there's a there's a guy hosing down the fans because it's a little bit of warm. I once time. sponsored
2: a bus race there. Did you? You know you the really? guy that we brought up last week, uh, Hovis. Hovis. Yeah, he actually raced in the bus race, and I that's fun. It's back in. Like, we
0: should we should get them in a bus race. Oh, I'm absolutely down this for that. I am
2: not. Well, driving summer Freddie and Brett. You know all the, <laughs> the <laughs> crazy are riding ideas. With me. <laughs>
3: all the crazy ideas that my dad has for the cup races. We actually the ones that get rejected just go right to summer shootouts. So that's that's how we get bus races and. <laughs> and I Fire truck spraying
1: fans. It's
0: obviously working well.
1: We yeah, we can yeah, really well. slide in the spotter. Uh, spot race. somewhere. Me and Brett were supposed <laughs> to run last year. Uh, I think colleague had a race. That yeah, they last did. year, the year before, and we were supposed to run in it, but then we both ended up being out of town that week or something. i've yeah, so got insanely. Really yeah, I'll bet you were. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah we Landon, get out of town. Landon, uh, I did. I did a bus demo at Riverhead like an <laughs> idiot. They set me up right. So they, I go to Riverhead. I, it was like an off week or something. I was, this was only like three or four years ago, and they're like, so the Riverhead they run. It's they selling buses obviously they don't just have this many buses they can tear up so the first half of the season they run races where it's a figure eight race or an oval race and then the second half of the year when they can destroy the buses they run demos so i'm in there about june august or june july so i don't know they're like hey you want to run the bus race tonight and i'm like yeah absolutely (laughs) so i signed up for the bus race and we go to we go to the driver's meeting and they're like all right guys take it easy on the nose shots today we want to save as many of these for the next one as we can And i'm like no shots i mean what are we yeah, doing here i'm it, thinking it's a i'm thinking it's a figure eight race you know and i'm like why are we doing what are we talking about nose shots who's gonna hit each other in the nose they're like no this is the demo and i'm like
2: <laughs> i was like, like, would rather do why I'm would like, you want to do a figure
1: eight I'm in a like, bus I, I did figure eights with my well that's what I mean, like, that sounds like the, essentially but the, yeah, a but good that, demo uh, you got like a car is this big <laughs> but, then the, like, so listen let me tell you something i regret that i'm like how the how am i gonna back out of this <laughs> like it's like i can't now so then i ended up doing the demo and it was a did you flip? terrible <laughs> idea i almost flipped like because you don't like you don't realize like there's three or four guys that do every demo there, you know, and they're the ones that get the buses ready. So you kind yeah, of take too. it easy on them. You don't go after them because you don't – like, they're going to win. So it's like yeah. the other guys had their own little race. So me and my buddy Chris uh, Lisinski, he he was on the other side of the track. So I'm <laughs> like, I got him. So I'm, I'm like, I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm in reverse. I'm hauling ass through in the infield trying to back up into him. Never think that there might be somebody coming from a different direction. And right before I got to him, I was on two wheels because this guy t oh. me. And then that one, the worst shot, though, is when they – if you hit, like, rear bumper to rear bumper – don't oh, ever do that solid in the bus. It does not move. I thought my I thought my head was going to fall off my shoulders. Yeah, no, no headrest. No, no, I'm sure you had is a neck brace a lap on. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> we'll get you
3: guys uh, signed up for the bus race. Uh, yeah, clearly,
0: yes, you're very I'm interested. In. Yes,
1: I'm please, in, TJ please. TJ won't do it. No. This is a I'll, great I'll, let's idea. Go right.
2: to, let's go to Millbridge and but
0: run no.
1: Michaels we'll or something. Like I'd rather do that.
0: The demo version, though, like that—that's what we need.
1: Look, we'll all race the bus, and then we'll put this whole table in one.
2: Blake will drive. I guess. <laughs> like three like school car legends cars we
3: can run on the oval like I always tell anybody that wants to drive a legend <laughs> car mine is Ready for you to drive. We need three of time. them,
2: okay, Can, and one big enough for Four Freddy to get in.
1: Okay. I saw a cool event. Where was that? That was that downtown Canapolis yeah, last the week. Earnhardt outdoors deal. Yeah, Kerry yeah. yeah. Earnhardt helped put us together with Old
3: Armor. That was fun. I saw nice. you taking
1: off, driving off into one of things. Dude, you
3: saw me take take one <laughs> turn, then my my throttle hung wide open. I pulled that thing off the track and said, "Not today." <laughs> I'm
1: like, I'm not ready. So your today.
3: throttle
2: hung wide open. Yeah, your car. I, I'm not driving your car. Well, it's fixed now. <laughs> it's fixed now. <laughs> I did. Um, how how big is it overseas? Do you still distribute cars overseas? Plenty. Yeah, we uh, we're
3: big. They in road race,
2: are there a lot, don't they? A lot of
3: road racing, but you used to be surprised, like how many people are quarter mile asphalt oval racing, like in Europe. Uh, actually, Australia is a really big market for it. They also hmm. you know pair them up on the road. So, courses. do you
2: build the cars and ship them, or they build them there?
3: We do like a kit car a lot of times for those guys. Okay. We'll send everything over there, and it's like Legos, just putting it together. The car hmm. is really simple. It's designed to be. simple. I was
2: sitting at the racetrack last weekend during uh, one of those short rain delays, and um, I was watching a Legends car race from the United Kingdom you probably did you see this guy got hooked on a straightaway did you see that i did not see this clip but i heard about it oh my gosh it's this guy gets clipped on the straightaway and he goes flying up this bank and i don't know how many times he flips in the air but it was it was the biggest legends car wreck but the, the racing was
1: awesome at the road course yeah. like it was really good. How, like, I remember this started. It came to Riverhead. I don't know when exactly it started. It came to Riverhead probably mid-90s, I would yeah. say. We started
3: in 92, so that's yeah. about right.
1: So, Donnie I mean, Lee. Donnie, Donnie Lee, Don, was a, <laughs> Donnie Lee was a badass at Riverhead. Uh, but like, is there any way? Do you know how many legend cars you've built and shipped oh yeah you better believe it we are by the numbers the largest race car manufacturer
3: in the world i like to say that really i would slow. assume uh but uh porsche is somewhere in like the mid 2000s to three three thousands on like a purpose-built race car we are about to hit
1: eight thousand. Yeah, wow. that's crazy yeah
2: Eight thousand three here in a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we're gonna make sure. And is there anybody
1: like is anybody else building legend cars? Like I'm, I don't know if anybody home. Like I would assume it's all you guys, right? No, we the other than the kit car option, uh, the way
3: that we have it worked out is we're the only. We actually have a unique deal with Yamaha. We're the only uh, non, we're actually the only people in the world with the engine deal from Yamaha. They put those engines directly in the bikes, regardless of you know who you are, except for us. So they send us the engines directly from the factory. So really. You don't have the engine hookup up with the Yamaha, which nobody else does, you can't just build one. Like you could build like a I'm sure
1: eight thousand engines probably does a pretty good deal for yeah. them. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And They're, listen, uh, this is like this to me is modern day what go-kart racing was for me back in the day because there was no you know, you between Legend Cars and Bandoleros and then Millbridge or you know the the outlaw stuff that's that's it. Like back in the day, like everybody ran go karts until they were about 14, yeah. 15 years old. Now yeah. you can, you have so many different avenues. I mean, Keelan Harvick was a great example. He has driven, I think, everything on the planet so far. Kevin like is Kevin is doing an incredible job with him because there's, gonna, there's not going to be anything that that kid's not prepared for, whatever level or, or avenue he wants to take to start him. But yeah, I mean, just going back to the shootout, like, I know that starts. Uh, we practice. I think tomorrow, yeah. right? First round of
3: practices tomorrow, and then Monday of tu- Monday and Tuesday of next week are going to be our first round one and two. They are they, is everything
0: open to the public, or do you? Uh,
3: yeah, the the stands will be open. Everything. I think yeah. the tickets are. I right. mean,
0: I remember being an intern, and that's where I spent my summers. Like it yeah. is just such a cool experience. If you are a race fan that happens to be in the area, there's always a ton of people there, a ton of industry members. I mean,
1: yeah, you can. I mean, you can go. Uh, you can buy a pit pass. It's not like yeah. like a NASCAR event where you have to have lights and. Yeah thing you just buy a pit pass walk around i suggest you walk around because you'll be astounded you'll watch a car on the racetrack and go wow that kid that guy's hauling ass and it come in and it's a 10 year old kid <laughs> yeah. driving it you know oh, and you're yeah. like oh my god what yeah. you know so yeah i for sure get out to the shootout next week or if you want to go for practice tomorrow but definitely the next and you run 10 weeks in a row or so 4th eight, of july? eight
3: weeks uh, 10 rounds yeah. so yeah i think uh fourth of july we actually do race um but yeah we'll have two double header weekends uh one of which is the first one i think there's another one mixed in there somewhere i think it usually is round date
1: well, that's awesome well i appreciate you coming and talking a little bit of yeah legend car racing Yeah, now, come by the shop too we're in harrisburg if you want yeah. a tour i'll give one to you uh, yeah personal yeah uh but i know you really came for all the fun and, and yeah. excitement that is here DPC, to talk with so oh, let's, yeah. let's kick this off let's get into it with uh sh- i mean i guess st louis oh not that i want to talk about it i mean i don't <laughs>
0: think i don't think tj wants to talk about it either if I'm TJ, can I, yeah, I
1: gotta tell a funny story <laughs> So we're sitting there we we run three laps and then went into a 2 hour no rain delay. And uh we're we're just watching this clock. We have a clock. We have a link to the clock that is the, yeah. the lightning clock and you oh, there's 40 of us up there just or 36 I guess looking at this clock and Waiting. every about every 10 minutes it would reset back to 30. And then one time it got all the way to like 6 and we're getting excited like everybody starts saying 30. Like, <laughs> son of a So it just keeps yeah. going back and forth. So we I don't know it's probably 2 hours I feels like. And How long was the red flag? Anybody know? It, it it had to be just under two hours or right out it. <laughs> it was a while. So TJ says to me, he's like, do you know what's going to suck? He's like, you know, something like the You know, you sit here oh, for yeah. two hours and then – you, you end up getting wrecked on the first lap or something. It's like, damn it. I sat there. So mm. then, of course, we run yeah. about 20 laps and I hear his car drop a cylinder. No, it
2: wasn't 20. It was like five. Oh, it, really? was, it was right after we went back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, no. I, walked, I walked out and I said, You want to know what's worse than getting wrecked the first lap after a rain delay? Dropping uh, a cylinder and riding yeah. around for all day long at half throttle. Oh, man. <laughs> that was, it was, if the
2: straightaway was like 200 yards shorter, it would have been great. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was. I will um,
0: say, like, I feel like everything happens in threes, though. Like, you have the light and delay, then you have the issue with the technology, then you have the what the track, like the wall breaking. I mean, oh, anything yeah. else that happened, like it always happens in threes. But we got it You've done. have
1: never seen panic, like I heard on my voice of the guys on my radio when they did not have their internet connection i don't know but wow. i mean you guys were in a different scenario but
2: in it, it, i mean i i don't like losing timing and scoring but like it
1: wasn't that big of a deal like when they didn't have smt and all the data to look at they you. were going nuts what i mean we, i heard what what a lot we, of radio
2: they? comment like i heard alan telling Corey, sorry i can't help you here much but what's okay because he's a race car driver he'll figure it out <laughs> yeah, you know Bubba what was i mean pumped. like
1: bubba's like thank god i'm tired of hearing about lifting a little bit later <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i mean you'll figure it out as a race car driver you're gonna you're gonna be okay but
0: I mean, if you think the people at the track were complaining, uh, Graham, you probably saw it on Twitter. I oh, mean, yeah. You would have Twitter thought that like NASCAR was gem. canceled because I didn't fire Twitter
2: <laughs> up there
3: because I was afraid of what it was going to look like. My <gasps> favorite. My favorite one I saw was Worldwide Technology Raceway. And like they were like, this could not be more fitting. <laughs> it was just perfect.
2: I feel like maybe it is in threes with Casey because I feel like I've been to Gateway twice. The powers went out. Now the Internet's went out. or The TV went out or something. So maybe they asked the end of it. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know.
0: But I do think that everyone handled it well as far as, you know, making communica- making sure everyone has was communicated what was going on. Like, it was not Fox's fault. Uh, I know NASCAR released a statement saying that um, there was an off-site fiber connectivity failure that briefly inter- interrupted Is that two words injury. or is that one word? What?
2: Connectivity. That's one word. That's one, word. one that, word. It sounded like she said it in two, didn't it? It was a long oh, word. Oh, okay, break, Brett.
0: No. <laughs> I was just saying. Um, up, so Casey? I think it was kind of cool going back to old-fashioned tracking. But yes, Twitter was pretty hilarious based off of. It
2: didn't hurt. Like they kept the grace was not no, hurt by it, it, did, really it at all. Yeah, so. they,
0: they did a great job. <clears throat> yeah.
2: And I, Gateway, like I thought the facility, the traffic patterns and the parking and the way they just like the way all the fan stuff was laid out was really good, man. Like it they have it. They did a really good job. Kurt, of that Curtis and
0: him. his team do a great job, I feel like every Yeah, I really Everything... every event. I mean, I was there for IndyCar car and N D lights and they I mean
1: Yeah. I I mean everything outside of the walls was fantastic. Yeah. The race itself was not. But that's not the anything No, no, that's not the I mean yeah. it's not Yeah, the track let's spot. get
0: into that. So What aspect do you think, I mean, besides a few key scenarios when it comes to the car, I mean, what would you think should have changed? I
1: think that I'm not sure why they didn't. I guess it was because it was just over a mile, but we definitely probably should have brought that newer short track package there. Um, Just, you know, make the the guys have talked about the cars are more on edge. It's a little bit harder to drive with that package. So, you know, obviously I know it's a quote unquote short track package, and this was, you know, over a mile. But you know that I think that package would have lended itself a lot. You know, we run it at Phoenix, and this place you know it was kind of similar there. So I think that would have helped a lot. It's just it was you know you know or I don't know if you do know you only ran three <laughs> it was really hard for you to pass. Um, we but did yeah. pass some cars though <laughs> it was you know it was just super hard to pass. You could, you could see you know you have a restart and guys kind of got settled in wherever they were. And, I mean in the beginning though in the
2: on them restarts some of them restarts I looked I mean it was the opposite of the spectrum for me so I would glance up there and. Larson, they were side-by-side side for a couple laps and then restarts a little bit, I thought. Yeah, like, they on were, a restart. Yeah, yeah, but like, what I don't like is, is they're like, we're still downshifting in three and four, like sometimes double downshifting. Twice, yeah. yeah, not all race. Some guys, I think they quit doing it as much in the race. But if you're going all the way to third gear in a corner, I mean, it's just like Martinsville. I've never seen a car. I specifically remember seeing Tyler Reddick just stop in the middle of the corner of Martin's and just downshift and hammer down off the bottom of the corner. Like that's, I don't know how you're going to have passing when they're doing that. You know, when you're stopping in the middle of the corner and you have enough gear, you can just downshift and take back off. Like where's the, the, you can't tell a guy getting a good rhythm because they're not, I mean, you can't, it's super hard to spin the tires on exit. It used to be 10 years ago, you could Spin them the entire straightaway at martinsville if you wanted to now there's no they don't fight rear grip like they used to the things are so gripped up and when they have you can literally see the car when they hammer now you can see it just like dig in and take off and i don't like same thing at gateway it's just magnified it's just a bigger a bigger track where they're doing that and and i think the racing is close i think if they could get rid of that if we could take away some of that because to me, that's just a band-aid for having a bad corner, the downshifting, right? If you have a bad corner, you can just hit a gear and go. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's just – I didn't think the race was terrible. I thought it was cool that the, that the the track, the lanes moved during the whole race. You know, it kept getting higher and higher and higher, which made it good. And then I saw Kyle run down Blaney. Blaney's running the top in three and four, and Kyle's running the middle. So it's good to see different grooves come in there and, and – um It's definitely a a unique racetrack that has some character to it and could be – it's not the track at all.
1: Yeah, it's – well, I mean, just – we'll talk about watching it on TV. Well, I mean –
3: Yeah, I mean, like, it's – the track looks super interesting. I mean, given how – how low the banking is and you seeing the rumble strips there you're like one okay, and two is like, banked pretty good oh, three yeah. And,
2: yeah three and four is kind of flat but. but
3: seeing like seeing how they approached it it looked a lot more like a wide road course turn mm-hmm. than than an oval turn and yeah uh, it made the car i mean it really showed off like you're talking about they, those cars have so much mechanical grip mm-hmm. it's just out of this world um so watching it there I think it definitely uh shows the characteristics of this car even more but um Yeah, uh, like the restarts, the restarts were always exciting. Granted, Mm -hmm. at the end, you had like 15 of them in a row, which made it a little less exciting. But uh, (laughs) yeah, uh, not ideal.
0: Did you notice this, and I actually am cringing thinking about what comments are going to come, but Pit Road, how narrow it is, and how you can only do like, Yeah, it's really long and narrow. I was listening to Rudy Fugle on Sirius this morning, and he was like, if I could change one thing about that track, it'd be expanding or making it wider. Um, (laughs) I know. About 10 feet. I hear you, Rudy. Uh, (laughs) I know. I was, like, tempted to not bring this up. But that's something that I noticed during the broadcast, which, you know, they didn't really cover it as much. And obviously we had some pit road issues with um, a, a crew member getting injured. But I think you know
1: <laughs> you can't say the,
0: that the,
1: what not <laughs> you right? I, what? I didn't say it not you i'm, this I'm, I'm listening to rudy's comments and i know it's them literally rudy <laughs> okay um listen and, and just to touch on that quickly we we talked about that i think last why week on here touch? <laughs> uh <laughs> you said it this time that that makes it wider um <laughs> but but uh the you know the reason why Uh, I think why I didn't get back to go like dissected and much, but the the three and the 43 coming to pit road, we talked about last week about if you're following a guy that's in the box right in front of you, you have to you know leave a car length or so to give your guys room to run around the front of your car and behind that guy. And I I don't think that happened there. And unfortunately Eric hit his own guy, which I'm sure he feels terrible about. I got a pretty good update last night because he's a Toyota picker guy. So, Obviously, they're all on our plane, and they said he was alert talking to everybody at the hospital. They were running some tests. His crew Uh, guys were texting him and stuff. Yeah. Um, I did hear that, unfortunately, his backpack had the rental car keys in it that went (laughs) to the hospital. (laughs) So then the guys at the track didn't have rental car keys. So I don't know how they worked that out. But uh, yeah, so, but I think he's doing better. But that was another instance we talked about last week. When you're following a guy down there, you got to leave room for your guys to get, you know, around there. And it's just a little too tight. So let me ask
2: you that. This goes back, and your your buddy Dennis last week brought up the the pit road thing. What do you think is acceptable for the car if you're in if you're in the first stall and I'm in the second stall? What do you think acceptable for you to do
1: if to I, get into your box? I'm going. I'm in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're uh,
2: you're a number one stall. What is acceptable for you? And I'm running second to you, and we're coming down pit road together.
1: I think that you know that line that they have there is is a good line you know the the, the line there is that's their kind of that's their the idea line. of that orange yeah, yeah that orange line that's their idea of what's acceptable or not you know because i think that if you drive four wheels under that line that's so, unacceptable.
2: the orange box
1: is my box last week
2: and that's pretty accurate how it was there was all four tires inside my
1: box yeah but, and but say at the same time that wouldn't be i don't think that's four wheels over the line well that
2: there was two warnings given
1: yeah I don't know why we just give warnings, but (laughs) I mean, I told you, like they said, it'd have to be pretty bad. Like you'd have to basically, that to me,
2: that was bad. All four tires, like basically he could have stopped in my stop and we could have changed his tires. (laughs) Well, you should (laughs) have done that. (laughs) I mean, that's how bad it was. But isn't
0: that essentially what they're trying to avoid causing any like injuries for crew members and things like that, where if they're just giving out warnings it's
1: uh, listen they made it clear to us in the meeting that it would have to be pretty pretty substantial to get they're a just going to keep
2: doing stuff like this until they say hey yeah you better be close to that line he wasn't even making an effort to be near that corner of that box he was in the first all, wanted a best run off there was he and,
1: right were you guys right behind each other yeah
2: we followed him down and danny said on his show like well what you picked right there well that's okay to pick right there he still has he's in the best all but that's for the exit he still has a job to do on the entry to take care of others. I mean, it just doesn't mean you get three stalls that are yours. I mean, there is, there is a possibility that the car behind you is running good. And I just don't understand the warnings. Like, Hey, don't do that again. Hey, don't do that again. Again, (laughs) Uh, when
1: does it end? Yeah. But but that is to, to answer your question. That is a, not a great pit road. Like, for, and we see that a lot. At, like Indy, It's yeah. the same thing. Indy, anytime you get those long, narrow pit roads, you just can't. It's hard to go anywhere. You can't. You can't get in your box. Can't get out of your box. There's. We saw people in the truck race. I saw one person down. I'm not going to name any names, but they were lost coming down pit road. Like, and they're they're stopping in the in the drive through oh, yeah. lane, like looking for their <laughs> box. And you're like, get out of the way. Like, I get it. You're lost. <laughs> yeah, but you get don't the know the where hell out of the way. You know.
2: That's what uh, like and that's the truck series because sometimes you yeah. get and that's a shorter track so you might have somebody but, but that is a very challenging pit road to for first timers like and if you don't know where this is like any young guy i mean i guess truck series might be the first series where you make a green flag stop so pay attention on the pit road runs and in practice where you're at or, you know or if you have a practice where you know where you're going to be that's a big part man you can easily get in trouble there and get your fenders knocked in and get turned if you don't know where you're at or what you're doing so it is a big um especially to track like gateway whenever i was going over my notes for gateway the first biggest thing
1: was pit road you yeah. know so and it's an interesting entry to pit road because you can kind of haul ass through yeah. turn three on the apron and then and then get to the speed at the line but yeah anyway
0: Let's head in the spot on, spot off.
3: Spot on, spot off.
2: Spot off. Spot on. <laughs> yeah, spot on. It was super fun yesterday to ride around there. and I am spot off. Damn. Where'd he come from?
0: First topic. Phoenix will once again host the NASCAR Championship weekend for both, for all three, Cup, Xfinity, and Truck in 2024. Graham, spot on, spot off.
3: I like Phoenix. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it's uh, not, a, or not one of our tracks, <laughs> uh, so I'm not able to, not able to tell people tell that I love it necessarily. But uh, no, I think it's a cool track. Uh, I think it's uh, interesting. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily have like a, a take. Um, I would say spot on just for the fact that I thought the racing there was pretty good last year. I mean, Joey put on a show, but the
1: racing was pretty good. So I don't know. I like Phoenix. We're going to disagree right off the yeah. bat. Go ahead. Yeah. Ram. I just wanted to make sure you don't own this place, right? No, because I don't. Because I'm getting ready to bash Okay. I don't know <laughs> anything. So yeah. Well, Remember your family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you can bash uh, all you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: go ahead. I got um, thick skin. <laughs> listen, we 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 talked about this last week. I, I don't understand why, but we come off of four phenomenal NASCAR weekends in a row. You know, the month of May for us was phenomenal with Kansas, Darlington, uh North Wilkesboro, Charlotte. All four races were great. The atmospheres are great. The the North Wilkesboro race might not have been the best race, but the atmosphere there was Unbelievable. Um, and then we celebrate that by announcing that we're going back to a racetrack for the championship race. That Jamie McMurray came on here and said that we haven't had a good race there since 1989, and he's not wrong. So, you know, it's just th- this package, this car just doesn't lend itself to good racing at a track like that right now. And I don't know why we're not, I mean, there's reasons that are well beyond my pay grade of why we're not doing this, but we, I feel like we really need to explore. Different options to 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 take it. I mean, you know, it's kind of run its course. Where we've been doing this now for three years, and it's the same. I am. uh, I don't mind the racetrack.
2: I guess I'm. I'm spot on because I do think I don't. The racetrack to me, I really enjoy the truck race there. It's exciting at the end. I mean, if you get a late race, even even Xfinity cars there are great. Like
1: if you, you can, get a late race restart.
2: No, they're they're fun either because you can you're not manipulated by the air as much. You can move a little bit and and not like you in a cup car. I feel like you know if we were leading, it'd be really hard to get around us. I feel like we can make it super hard, even even at a even like like if you look at Kansas a few years ago when when Joey was leading and we held Harvick off, who was legit four tenths a lap faster than us, we held him off for forty five laps, and that was just because we knew where he was going to go. We just planned, you planned ahead for the corner. I mean, Joey did a great job navigating that as well, but, um, I think Phoenix can put on a good race. I just, when, I just think they
1: When's need, that you need, you need to have, have, has been since 1989. It's, you need to have more tools.
2: And I don't think it's been that bad. I mean, there was one race that ended short by rain there that I thought was really great. Um, <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. yeah, one, but that, was, that was, race
1: wasn't restarting. <clears throat> <laughs>
2: As soon As it started
1: raining, I went to my car. I was like, "This one's over." We Congrats were on the Dale. way to the airport
2: after all everything, and it was still raining. So, right. Um, yeah. Even Gluck tweeted. Even Gluck tweeted like two hours later and said, and, "Hey, just so you know, it's still raining here." And
0: the fact that it rained in Phoenix, I mean, yeah. well, it was yeah. just when had, Dale. Was Dale dating. turned sprinklers
1: on. He paid a helicopter <laughs> to fly over the racetrack. But
2: uh, no, I mean, I think the I think it can be a good race. I just think the car limits are possible. Limits the the guys, I mean, if you look, you got to go there and and execute though. still like Joey had to go and execute last year he had to, to win a championship. You got to run the perfect race. Anyway, you got to go there and have a fast car. You got to go there and have great pit stops. You got to have great restarts and you can't have anything wrong all day. I mean, you're just not going to win the championship if anything like that happens. So to it's still, you're still going to have those guys battle it out. And yeah, they might not be four wide, like a plate race, but it's still you're still going to see the best of the best bring their best, and and
1: it's just it's more difficult track to pass on. But. I just I like I I am of the opinion that you know you saw I felt like when we ran Homestead all those years, I feel like the best car normally won the championship. You know because you could maneuver around, you could run different lines. You know, obviously it lended itself to some guys. Tyler Reddick busted off two Xfinity championships just because he could run the top better than anybody in the Xfinity series at that time. Um, but, yeah, but I mean, he had a solid, he was going to, Oh yeah, he was but, a threat no matter what. But I'm um, yeah, not saying he wasn't good, but that, that's that's where, you know, you could manipulate things to where you, you know, you could make stuff happen. The, this car with the, with the, even the last two years, the, you know, Joey was dominant last year, dominated the race. But if we got a late race caution and Joey comes out of the pits fourth, guess what? that dominant car ain't going to be sh- for him. I don't think I think the whoever comes out with the lead in, in a 10 lap shootout is going to beat him because it what your car can do doesn't matter because you can't pass. So, you know, I think we just need to get back to a racier racetrack to where if you have a good car, you're not boxed in by, oh God, I caught a late caution here and we didn't have the best pit stop on pit road. I know obviously it's a team sport and everything factors in, but if you have the best car that day, you should have a fair shot or a better shot at winning the race versus <laughs> i came off pit road fifth here and now i'm, I'm basically screwed i can't i'm never going to get back there
2: yeah i mean it's definitely maybe we need a a 10 to go out of mandatory caution <laughs> phoenix <laughs> no coming to the end i i mean hey I mean, you want to earn it that <laughs> would be sketchy but i mean homestead though, is, homestead is a great racetrack though and even in 18 when we won that race it was we had a great short run car. If that if the last re, if the last run of the race was thirty laps, Truex is going to probably mow us down and pass us. So, but we were just so fast on our short run, and we had a I think the end I think the last last run was probably 15, 20 laps or something like that. And even Kyle, I, I mean Kyle had a great come out first off pit road. He was actually the running the worst of all the four. Then he catches a caution at the right time, and and his pit crew gets him out first, and he's in a really good chance to win this race. But it is homestead. It's just hard to beat homestead as far as a a racetrack to end a race with because there's three to four distinct different grooves. There's tire
1: fall off. Um, it's just in it's it's Miami. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's. I mean, we've been we and we've been proponents on here, uh, and the, this is I love short track racing. As I grew up doing, we were you know we said for years you know move, move it to Martinsville or move it to Bristol, and then you'll see a real show. Uh, right now, I'd rather a mile and a half. I a mean, oh, I'd rather sh- run so good. I'd rather year. run Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte would be way better. Kansas um, Homestead, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like the mile and a half package right now is our best racing. So I don't understand why we're not trying to trend in that direction for our biggest race of the year. You know, Charlotte's our become biggest a, biggest a racer, perfect mile and a half racetrack yeah. for us. I mean, like they're never going to they're never going to forfeit that championship race to to SMI. I don't think. But uh, <laughs> no just <comment>. but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hey, look, this, the Hall of Fame's here. We've already
3: got the the celebratory area set up. Yeah. Look, just, and the Hall of Fame actually have proved, really have bad. also yes. proved that you just do it right too. With, yeah. Between
0: Wilkesboro and Charlotte Race Week. Like,
3: We're
2: professional party planners.
3: I mean,
0: <laughs> by all means, plan my daughter's second birthday. Can, you, well, <laughs> can, yeah.
2: can, y- can y'all Can plan a better spot or something? <laughs> oh, I don't know anything about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not really true because
2: I was standing in a holler on Wednesday with the late mile race with you and your dad and Dale Jr. <laughs> 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 we talked about that. Uh-uh. <laughs> hey, but I wasn't involved in the decision-making
3: hey, process. So, so, <laughs> I know
1: you guys gave me <laughs> when I wasn't here, so I got stuck in the infield, right? For about 20 minutes. Oh, no. And guess i sorry, And guess who's standing next to me? This <laughs> idiot. So,
0: yeah, but so, he's like, okay. he's, he like, wasn't, he's can like, I, I need to get something
1: really important. And I'm like, okay, what is it? And it was the keys.
3: It was the keys to the moonshine shack. So that was very important. <laughs> Clearly, it was
1: very important. He read like somebody. So uh, that's they why delivered. they opened the crossovers. For- <laughs>
3: That, thank God Graham was there. I'd have been screwed. <laughs> I had to get some very important materials out of there. Just but so you, know. were, all right,
0: you must be the reason why Freddie didn't show up the next day to the podcast. No, nah, I had
3: nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. That wasn't me. I, I guess mm-hmm. it wasn't me. That wasn't you. it right. was on me.
0: <laughs>
2: Speaking of cars, that's all your dad had a really nice car there. Oh, yeah. The Bronco. Oh, that thing was yeah, awesome that looking. That thing is sweet. He's it obsessed.
3: Is. <laughs> that thing is awesome. I think he uh, he, so the funny thing about the Bronco, like just a quick story on that. He sold his last like childhood Bronco uh, to get my mom's wedding ring, so he told himself like, okay, one day I'm gonna have the Bronco. Not just like go get one and fix it up. Like we don't work on cars. We're not. We don't. We're not good like that. He's like, I want to get one that's done up the right way. So the first place that he ended up finding one that was really cool was eBay Motors. He ended up doing a really cool um, EcoBoost engine swap on it. So it was like a Turbo Four. It sounded like a rally car, but it was a Bronco, which was pretty cool. And then uh then eventually icon out in california he found this uh this really cool blue
2: one and yeah did you even, haven't you see it? seen it's it. pretty yeah. sweet looking it's yeah. sweet it, he parked it's, right it's like the
1: older i like an older body style bronco you, it's a it's yeah. a 73 ish body style oh, okay. but i'm yeah, telling but you, you like, look inside you could it's not like tell. oh no, yeah no. no no i just meant it wasn't like the new one that they just yeah. came out no, with, yeah. no no it's pretty sweet man it's awesome that's awesome yeah
0: Spot on, spot off, Corey LaJoy fills in for suspended Chase Elliott and finishes twenty-first. Freddie.
1: Uh yeah. So obviously going back to last week, we said that Chase probably needed to be suspended and he was. Um, you know, that's that's part of it.
0: Congrats on keeping your hard card.
1: I get to keep my hard card. Uh they stay consistent. And uh, you know, listen, this was this was Corey's chance. Um and I don't know, man. I don't know if Corey had some extra nerves going into this. or I mean, obviously, it's a big deal for him jumping the nine-card Napa all over, you know, Napa team. Um, but, man, he got off to a bad start. I think I heard him miss a shift in qualifying. Then he got in the fence in qualifying. Maybe got in the fence twice in qualifying. Then he hits the kill switch to start the race yesterday. So I don't know if it's just, you know, what, what, what was going on with that, if it's just built-up nerves or nervous energy or what that was um and and he and obviously you know i think he would agree he didn't run well yesterday um but listen chase finished 21st there last year you know this and i don't know where chase ran all day but when the, i looked up at the beginning of the race Corey was in the back but so was larson you know so it wasn't like they were it wasn't like the hendrick cars were all up front dominating and Corey's back there you know struggling um but it, it was a tough day for Corey. i think he rebounded and ended up 21st so is what it is. Not, I think, not what he hoped for. Is but, that really rebounding? Well, I mean, he he survived. At least a lot of us didn't survive. So, at least, you know. But I mean, he didn't run twenty first all day. I don't think. I think he that was you know, definitely a high point. Yeah, like he was he high twenties. Yeah, he was high twenties, maybe thirty. You know, early most of the race I saw attrition that was back there. <laughs> yeah, all them tight rotors and but, stuff. Yeah, I mean, he he made the most of it, and and you know, unfortunately for him, and and to double down on that, unfortunately at the same time, Hossevar. Did runs well. unbelievable in the seven to start. Dude, I, race. Looked,
2: I think he was like 16th when he broke yeah, or whatever. 15,
1: 16th. He was right behind us.
2: Yeah. I know we loved, uh, I'm, I'm spot off. I kind of had, I don't know. I thought Corey would get in there and, and just be more of a natural fit and run, you know, top 10 ish. Um, but seeing, you know, I know we like to bash him, but Carson did a really good job and he, uh, First of all, he didn't bring in any yellows for himself and, and things like that, but he did a really good job in the cup car. Adjusting to it, uh, which is, I think it kind of helps him that he doesn't have, <clears throat> um, I don't know, maybe a, I think his Finney car would hurt him, because it has a lot of finny starts, and he gets in his cup car.
1: I think, I think his finny, I mean, he, he does really well when he does that, when he runs that 77. Yeah, right? but he
2: doesn't have a ton of starts in his no, finny car. I but I mean, he got in and just seemed to naturally adapt to this car at a place where you shift a lot, and it's little more technical than a lot of the mile and a half and stuff. So uh, I thought he did a great job I and mean, spot off for I thought Corey would be uh, top tenish.
3: Yeah, I think uh, I mean spot on for the choice to pick Corey. I think I think looking like hindsight, if we're looking at how we felt, you know, going into it, I think Corey was a good choice. I think it was also like an awesome PR move. I think like he's a great guy that we've all wanted to see get into a really competitive car. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for him. But yeah, I'd say spot on for the actual decision to put him in there performance itself you know was a little less than impressive but it was uh you know i was rooting for the
1: guy i like Corey. i'm happy guy. you got the opportunity to do it i really i cory's i've known cory since i moved down here yeah I, my apartment was right across the street from LaJoy's shop so i used to go over there feel feel the fairgrounds days and stuff yeah. um so i was you know i was really pulling for him unfortunately it didn't work out but you know talking about hosovar Listen, um, and we do bash him on here from time to time. Um, he's deserved he, most of the He time. gave a really good interview I saw yeah. when, when, you know, it was, I think it was announcing or right, was reacting to the announcement that he was going to run the car about, you know, realizing he's made mistakes and, and just trying too hard and, and making stupid mistakes and kind of owning up to it. And, you know, who knows? Maybe we can get him on here one day. We'll maybe have to have well, Brett I, reach uh, out and try that. But. So
2: now if he says that, though, now yeah, he's, he's doing a, a good job of – of, I mean he's run in many races, he's went to the back a couple times and drove towards the front. He's done a good job in those many races, but just can't have any more of
1: those moments where selfish moments. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, and, it, and it, that's it. Like you, you come out and say you kinda owned your mistakes in the past and said we're gonna you know, I'm gonna try and do better from here, but you now you can't you can't go back and just hook somebody next yeah. week when you get mad about something. So yeah, and then just to, you know, close the deal on Corey there, like it just goes to show you and I think Bubba went through this a little bit two years ago, like these guys are the best in the world in their minds. You know what I mean? Corey thinks he should be the best driver on the racetrack probably, or at least, you know, maybe realistically top 10, top 15, whatever. But, you know, that you can't just jump in a fast race car and go fast. Like Bubba thought, I think Bubba thought when we got to 2311, like, oh, this is going to be easy now. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna jump in these Toyotas, Gibbs cars, and I'm going to go out there and win races. And we found out that first year that was going to be a hell of a lot harder than that. Uh, and now Bubba has bared down, done the work, and then you see the, the fruits of that labor this year. Um, but then the, this is just another awakening for Corey, where Corey probably just thought, you know, and I, I know Corey's not naive enough to, to think he was going to go out there and win the race, I don't think. But, you know, you have you oh, I'm just jump in this nine car and it's going to take care of itself. And and it unfortunately, it didn't. Obviously, not a great day for them. The team, I'm sure, yeah. would agree that their car wasn't. I was about to say, I don't think
0: I also don't think that Corey was handed given the best hand at that moment either. I mean, Larson really sucked at the beginning, but he also has a relationship with uh, his crew chief where they could make the changes just like they did last week and then end up being contention for the lead where Corey's coming in, doesn't know the team as well, doesn't have the relationship with them. And so like when his car doesn't do well, he's probably at the point too where he probably does feel the nervous because I mean, all eyes are on him, which I would do the same thing, but he also probably didn't, have the tools to be able to make the adjustments that Larson and his team did to get to that point
2: I mean I hear what you're saying but like if you look at the other cars the 24 was up in the top five the five got up there and stayed up there once he got there he and he was working his way through the field slowly uh the 48 hung around between seventh and tenth most of the day 12th and then you got one in the high 20s like i I would expect this car even on an off day to be in the teens you know what I mean like yeah.
1: It, and, and to top it all off for Corey, obviously they weren't great there last year. I'd don't. I gotta yeah. go back. I'd have to go back and see where they went, but Corey blew up last year there, like, I don't know, 60, 70 laps in. So that's, and this is not like your typical mile and a half or mile racetrack that we run. This is, you know, this is kind of a different animal. You're shifting, it's got two different corners. So, the, and I don't know, I don't know that he's ever ran there before last year. And, it, you know, obviously he didn't run much truck yeah, races. Know, so, you know, uh, so this is, and it's just, you know, everybody else had 300 laps or whatever, 200, 250 there last year. And he had, Fifty. So, you know, it's just something else that you know just lended itself to not you know not the I ideal. So, a really cool opportunity for oh, him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and cool.
0: hopefully, this won't be his last either. No. No. I think he's still cream of the crop when it comes to drivers who deserve great rides. um One other thing I want to touch on on this moment or at this point with Chase Elliott, obviously serving his one race suspension. Now, yesterday there are talks, whether it be RC, Austin, Twitter, you know, cause they always have some sort of say in this, um, where Austin Cindric intentionally wrecked Austin Dillon. And this morning NASCAR is basically saying that they're going to look at the data, data, whatever. Do they have it? Um, is SMT
1: working at that point. So, <laughs> so, so,
0: but, but this opens a whole can of worms right now. Now any driver who hooks a driver, another driver and has a, past beef so to speak is that what is that the protocol now is they're just going to look at smt data well
1: yeah they need to. up means left yeah um and listen the, the tj's crap i didn't see it it was right behind me i didn't see how it started and tj came down to me right away and he's like uh i think that was intentional and i'm like there's no way anybody is dumb enough so i said that first of all because you said that earlier something was going they were they were going at it earlier and
2: under yellow i saw the two pull up next to the three and and, you know they do that when they're not happy with each other hey i don't know what they're waving and thumbs up at each other or something (laughs) but you pull up next to it so you like and i was talking to somebody earlier about this you subconsciously notice that as a spotter like if you see that you're like okay those two guys are not happy with each other so you notice when they're together on the track you kind of you just you just focus on that a little bit more because you think something might happen there, and that was a focus point of what I saw because we were behind everything all day. Every restart we lined up dead last, so I had everything in front of me all day. So I'm watching for things that could happen, and I seen this happen under yellow, and then they got they when they got together on the track, and I mean, <clears throat> I thought he I thought it was going to be a run down into the corner and just you know run into him a little bit or something, but I saw this happening and not.
1: I don't know. I, I, I just said. I listen. This was. This is one of my one idiot contenders for the. Like, we just saw this last week with Chase. They've set the precedent with Bubba and Chase. This is why I said on here last week that we need stiffer penalties for this because, you know, you see Chase Briscoe gets a you know hammered with a penalty for an illegal part. You know, and illegal he ran last illegal nacadauct that he was slow as. Shit all day he loses 25 playoff points 125 driver owner points they get a $250,000 fine and Chase Elliott gets a week off for quote unquote from Steve O'Donnell intentionally putting other drivers at harm how can, they, how can that be how can the Chase Briscoe's penalty be so much stiffer than Chase Elliott's and I had talked about on here last week you know taking the win eligibility away or removing your previous earned playoff points Bob tweeted me or Bob texted me uh, that night or the next day um, he had a really good idea. And then literally 10 minutes later, one of the executives from a, a top NASCAR team texts me the same exact idea like they were almost sitting next to each other. They think, and I agree with them, if you do this, you should be suspended for that race, the next race, as well as the first race of the playoffs because now you're not adjusting anything that you've earned previously. You're still in the playoffs, but now you've just made it a lot harder on yourself to transfer out of that first round. Because there has to be something that hurts these guys. There's nothing – Chase Elliott did not lose anything yesterday. In fact, it probably looks better that somebody else got in his car and ran 30th all day long because now he says, look, you know, look, this, this is what I do. So, you know, it, this is – it. you need something to hurt these guys, and the only thing that hurts them is the playoffs. What That's if, it.
2: What if the guys had a bad year, has a penalty, is a very competitive car, but gets a penalty at the beginning of the year, and – You know, and doesn't have a run at the playoffs, and it doesn't really stop him. Then,
1: well, it stops
2: the playoff guys from doing it, but it doesn't stop him from doing it. I know what you're saying, but but that guy's not going to run. All you know, he doesn't know all year. What's to stop? host of our part-time guy coming in here and getting mad at somebody and just saying, mm, "Well, okay, suspend me. I'm not even
1: running then." Well, no, did nothing, but that that's my point. Like you have to there's not- got to be
2: something that says that don't do that. Yeah,
1: and I mean, obviously there's a you're going to be suspended no matter what. We've seen that now. Like if you intentionally right hook somebody, you're definitely getting suspended. I just think they need to go a step further because like I said, Bubba's suspension didn't deter Chase. Now, Chase and Bubba's suspension obviously did not deter Cindric. So now we have to go another step further somewhere and figure out what that penalty is because... Except Bubba and Chase. What? Oh, that's I'm interesting. Saying, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I thought you meant they didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's just we have to figure out a way to go another step further to... I don't know what it is, but... Obviously, it's not stopping, and we can't have guys right-hooking people at racetracks. It's just I don't a understand why do
2: you'd want to do that, first of all. like I get it. You're mad at the guy, but
1: you're talking about one spot on the and track. Then, or, and then on top of that, Ricky Stenhouse, who we've talked about on here before, dude, Mike Kelly and guys, another great run. They're in the top yeah. 10, and now he's an innocent victim because Austin Singer got mad at Austin Dillon, and he stuffs the both of them in the wall, and, and honestly – for Austin Austin Dillon, thank God Ricky was there. If not, he's gonna pound the wall head on into dude. one at a bad angle again. Yeah, and
2: it took Ricky out like all the way out. Yeah, the, he was the done. dude driving his tail off all day, having a great run, and those guys didn't deserve that. No, absolutely. You know? They've been JTD's been. I mean, they've been strong lately, man. It's been great to see them in the top ten.
0: On a similar topic, with the track what do you have as, as
1: as somebody on the hold on one second, second. I'm You're sorry, uh, as somebody on the you know track side of things obviously you know if you've got a rave we're going to charlotte next week and you don't want to see chase elliott suspended like where would you sit on something like Like that? like when we didn't have him in atlanta yeah
3: his (laughs) home state yeah that wasn't great uh you know I, i think there's a there's a pretty delicate balance of promotion and uh safety and we dad and I both I think part of it being because I did race growing up and he raced growing up you know granted it was short-lived but there's a respect for for safety on that front I don't want to see anybody get right rear hooked that's uh especially traveling at the speeds they're traveling it's something that no one wants to see and I think um you got to make it hurt if you're going to make if you're going to do something I think it's a good point from both the all ends you have to make it something hurt now what that is I don't think we're Clear because clearly it's uh, it's being repeated. But I know that with legends, like the bare minimum for any unsportsmanlike contact is uh, or, or any sort of like unsportsmanlike. If it's if it's words, if it's if it's uh, physical in the pits, it's a two-two-two. So it's two weeks suspension or two weeks suspension, two months probation. So you're on their watch list, and then you know if you do something within those two months, it could be way worse, um, and then two hundred dollars fine. So that's immediate like hey I, I right hook you on the track and the first level of that is a 222 two, two. granted if I want to make it hurt a little bit more because of your repeater offender and it happens within that two month span boom all of a sudden it's a three week it's a three 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 or a four 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 and we try and make it hurt every single time more especially if it's a repeat offender yeah.
2: I just don't like <clears throat> dog legs end of the straightaway is worse like like you said if Stenhouse isn't there ooh, that's that's a big hit yeah yeah and you know, if there's there's ways to do this, at, where it's not like if you're coming up off the corner and it's getting close to the wall, and they kind of, I mean, you can do it on a, like you could have done it off a two real easily there, right up against the wall, and but you're gonna hurt your car when you do it. But man, at the speeds like end of the straightaway and dog legs, man, like it almost like Denny gained speed going towards the wall. Oh, that that was an ugly one. You know, and and yeah. Gateway Turn One is a tight corner. Like you, you're, I mean, that's a tight corner. So to get right hooked right there, no thanks.
0: A frustrated Zane Smith after a late wreck with Ty Majeski, says, I kind of did it to myself staying in the truck series. It's pretty unbelievable how scary some of these guys are. And this is a quote via front stretch. So thanks for that. TJ, spot on, spot off.
2: I mean, I'm spot off. Uh, I mean, he that's not, Ty Majeski is a really good driver and arguably one of the most talented guys that hasn't been in a, you know had much of a shot yet i think you know the guy's been working his way up and he's done it the hard way too he had to take an engineering job and to get a, a handful of truck races right um you know so i think ty you know accidents happen man i'd rather see this isn't like he just i know it, it looks like he just went on there and ran over him but ty was trying to win the race he overstepped it a little bit and and uh, zane's right though this this it tends to happen more in the Chuck series and Xfinity series. It doesn't really ever happen in the cup series like that, but I don't think Ty – I think it's just a racing deal. And, and I think your strategy, the way those yellows played out, also puts you in that position as well. I mean, you're on older tires, I think, right? Pretty old tires compared to the rest. So your advantage that you had, he was going to win the race unless some yellows come out. He was going to win. It was going to work, but the yellows – I mean, the yellows at the end just really hurt him.
0: How do you, how do you feel about, you know, we talked about this before, how intense the truck series guys are and they're essentially just running for their jobs. How do you feel about Ty's comments around the truck series overall being too aggressive?
2: Um, you mean Zane's comments? Yep. Um, I mean, the truck series is very aggressive, super aggressive. When you go into turn one, any of these tracks, you're going to be five, six wide half the time and they don't they don't care. That's kind of what it is. And whoever, you know, drives down in there and comes out on the other, other side in the first corner is usually that track position. So, and they don't care. They'll come off there and both the doors ripped off the truck. And, and um, so it is, I don't, <clears throat> if I was an up and coming driver, I would, the truck series is tough. Like it's just hard to get away. You don't really get a chance to race the track and race the car or the truck. You don't really get a chance to do that. The stages are so short i think so anyway but i mean how many how long were the stages at gateway i think 35 laps yeah which is like a short track race i mean you don't really get a chance to settle in and and save your tires or anything at pocono we run like eight laps and it's end of a stage (laughs) and like you don't really get a chance to settle in and get to a fuel run or something like that and 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 race the and truck so i don't know it's definitely it's definitely a very aggressive series very aggressive side drafting very um very uh, it's it's tough when you go into turn one martin's anywhere it's it's exciting
1: yeah i'm, I'm spot off for the generalization of the entire truck series because there's there's guys that are really talented in that truck series ty majeski being one of them you know grant and matt craft and there's guys that have been around forever that don't race like an idiot um and then there's obviously a group that he was speaking to that do race like an idiot and i, and I don't I don't, I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't want the entire truck series to get a better. I mean, you saw, I don't a, feel like ties in that group. No, for, for sure not. You know, I, you know, now maybe Nick Sanchez driving over, running over Haley into three and, and ruining her day could be grouped into that. Or, you know, there's guys, you know, that you can see out there that run super aggressive and, and probably over aggressive at times. Um, but you know, to talk about Ty, just, you know, listen, in my opinion, Ty had the best truck all day long. Um, he kind of got behind on track position a couple times and, and got position on, on Zane going down the backstretch. And I think Ty, and I think Ty owned it. I I thought I saw a tweet or a, a post somewhere about Ty apologizing to the 38 guys because he ruined their day. So, you know, he, he owned it when it, you know, it happened and he just overcooked the entry to turn three. And I don't know, I don't know if you saw it, but, um, Grant had a little run on both of them and kind of peaked left on entry to three and then backed out. And it's almost, I don't know that that didn't alter Ty's entry a little bit because, you know, he now might be thinking he's got to get in a little bit deeper to defend on Grant. Um, So it, it's just, you know, obviously Ty what you're
2: really saying. It was a thousand IQ move by Grant.
1: (laughs) yeah Oh, a hundred (laughs) percent. Like that, that, it was a pump fake that, that worked for him, you know? Um, But you know, I, Ty just, you know, it's, it's one of the, he hasn't won this year. Um he's been in contention to win a bunch. It feels like I think he's probably leading the points if not right at near leading the points or was um, so it's just you know these guys another thing they their names come up a lot when you talk about a possible second opening' at Stuart Haas, Majeski and Zane. Um, so there's probably a little bit going there I mean, look
2: but look at last week. I mean uh, who like didn't Zane mess up at Charlotte? I don't remember. I'm so pretty sure races. Zane got loose underneath somebody. And then oh, kinda- yeah.
1: Yeah, he did. You're right. Absolutely right. Off of turn four, he got yeah, loose I mean, and, and wrecked Haley, I think. He yes. came down and wrecked Haley. So- it, like, it happens. Like, you know, and and I know it ruined your day, and it sucks. Uh, but to, to Zane's credit, at least he spun out. He didn't take the guy outside of him with him. Yeah, well, I just cleaned out another um, one. Of them. But, you know, it's just – it was a mistake. And Ty said it was a mistake. And, and Graham, I don't – you know, that's – you know, you race, you know, sometimes – Happens, yeah. Well, I think like I'm kind of with you on the throwing the
3: entire series out. That's uh, that's pretty spot off on my end. I just it, this is a series full of drivers that are all trying to be the best, and as inexperienced you, and, and inexperienced, and that's what I'm getting at is if you start, if you're trying to expect to have the same class out of a group of guys that are still some of them, I mean, a good bit of them still in their teens, as a group of veterans that have been racing for a while, they're in the cup series, and you're expecting them to handle that pressure the same way you're going to get disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. just the reality of it. It's I uh, I don't know. I, there's I think some really
2: good drivers in the truck. Series. There's some,
3: there's some fantastic drivers. I think the collective group is a group of people that are all trying to make a name. You for got
2: themselves a really big mix of those guys. Yeah. You,
0: like you we said, talk, you get. we talked ooh. about how legends, a lot of the guys, when you were racing, I mean, right. they're all now in the cup series. Right. If you were in that position, looking back now, what would you have done, or how would you handle it? Oh,
3: I mean, like I—I I was in races with inexperienced drivers. Being an inexperienced driver myself, and when I got wrecked or anything like that, I—and I mean this fully—you can ask people I raced with. Um, but like, I, I just kind of thought, all right, well, we were all kind of going for it out there. I mean, that's—that's that's the way it ends up sometimes. But I don't know. I'm not going to go like, well, you know, U.S. Legends just doesn't know how to put on an event because uh, you got a bunch of over, testosterone and, <laughs> and like all this different stuff. I think it's easier like, to deal with. Yeah
2: this wreck than just getting run over like Haley did though. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. you get just a guy over driving the corner and, you know. Absolutely. Like it's easier to it's easier to handle. I mean, these guys are going for the win. They know which one which one of them probably comes out of that corner. And with experience, front. you learn how to handle it better.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. just the True way it that. works. Well, that's True why that. you're in that series to learn, yeah. right? Although yeah.
0: talking about the Cup Series doesn't seem and like think, some of these guys have handled it pretty well. <laughs> I
1: think that, you know, and it, 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 it's obviously case by case, but like if Ty came out and said, yeah, it's that 38 put it on my door and I had no choice. Then you can get mad at him, but Ty, you know, Ty yeah. comes right out and says, "Listen, I screwed up. You know, I was going for it. I, you know, and like I said, he had the best truck all day long, and you know that you can't let him get away from you. You need to like kind of keep at least stay in there and try to keep it next to him for the next corner. So you know, Ty made a mistake, and unfortunately, it cost them both a chance of the win. But uh, congrats to Grant. Grant had a really good truck all day yeah. long. They played strategy perfect. They were about an eighth or ninth mm-hmm. place truck." Got the lead. I think won both stages, or at least one stage. You know, they won one stage. Stewart won the other one. But you know, then from that moment on, once they won that first stage, they were kind of in position all Grant's day long.
2: Quietly having a good year. Oh, unbelievable! He I had mean, a really fast truck. Where was it? Kansas?
1: Kansas. somewhere? He, wherever he won, he dominated. Like he like
2: has he? He I thought he was thought he was really fast at Kansas. He won Wilkesboro. Didn't he win no, Wilkesboro? Larson won. Wilkesboro. Oh, Larson won that. That's right. He did
1: win. He won. I think he won Kansas.
2: Maybe he did win Kansas. Yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been quietly really fast this year.
0: Well, continuing on the topic of aggressive driving and handling things. Ooh. Well, <laughs> interesting. Uh, spot on, spot off. Jeb Burton says there's nothing to talk about. I let my fist do the talking after an encounter with Chandler Smith on pit road following an aggressive Xfinity Series race at Portland. Graham, what do you think?
3: I read this quote.
0: (laughs) Did you see Chandler's video?
3: (laughs) I saw the video. I've seen, I've seen, I saw that video too, the one where he, he put the edit in. That was really funny. I I love social media battles because it just shows how much free time some of these guys have. But I'll tell you what, that quote, I, I read that in, like, the deepest, most Southern voice. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, like, kind of the only reason I was slightly spot-off is I was like, man, that sounds like a cartoon character. Like, seriously, I let my fist do
2: the talking. <laughs> like,
3: I'm
2: like, man. Like, Could you imagine Ward saying that? I was to yeah, say awesome. that. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I they think... come over to me, and I let my fist do the talking.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah, I really mean, bad.
2: I'm all about a little excitement in
3: the pits. I just I think the quote itself just had me laughing a bit and the video editing was choice. So, I'm I'm spot on for the actual event and the quote <laughs> itself. We got to figure out a better one for that.
1: <laughs> what do you think, Foyedy? <laughs> uh So, I, what I, what happened was I let Kraus spot one race. Oh, okay. Kraus uh, was Derek, spotting for, are you for Chandler. Me? I let him do one race Derek. and All the people that have wanted to punch Derek in the face for the last three (laughs) years probably came out of the woodworks here and were taking swings at Chandler. Uh, Listen, this deal has been going on for uh, Martinsville. Why? Why is is it going on? It started Chandler punted. uh, Oh, ask me if I'm surprised about this. Yes. Uh, Chandler did punt – Uh, What's Jeb at uh, Martinsville? So Chandler started this one too. Jeb, yeah, yeah, probably. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) um, you know, so then Jeb came back. They bounced off each other all night at Martinsville. After that, so it started. Then they, then they've they've Mm. just been going back and forth. There was interviews where they were mentioning each other. One's not the sharpest tool in the shed, and one's an idiot. You know, yada 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 and it's just been going on and when i i was at we were at a bar watching this cuz i finally got back after that marathon of a truck race we had the other night and uh i saw we something happened in the last corner that pissed jeb off i know i'm sure chandler probably got to his bumper tried to move him off the last corner the first thing i saw on tv was jeb kind of running we chandler we could go back
2: and look yeah, oh I mean, no I don't,
1: I don't think we could no oh no probably, probably not. not Damn. Um, So I saw Jeb running Chandler down towards the pit wall, down the front straightaway. Yeah. And I said to Brett, I said, this isn't going to end well. I said the same thing. I said, when I saw it, I'm like, I said, I just know one of these guys not coming back, not going to end well. I don't know who is going to end up on the bad side, but (laughs) there's somebody's coming out of here bad. And then Chandler launched him into one and Jeb made an unbelievable save. I don't know how he saved that save it. Uh, And it came out unfortunately for him came out in front of Chandler again, <laughs> <And> <laughs> he probably should have just let him go and done the, what Chandler did to him, the to, yeah. three or four, whatever that corner is. But when I saw them nose to tail lined up for that right-hander, I said, yeah, this is, Oh, they were nose. I think I they said, were already he's gonna, touching. He's, he's going to ship him right here. And yeah, sure yeah, enough. It he got in high-handed. there and, and, and moved them. Um, but I don't like what you can't do. And I, listen, I spotted for Jeb for a year. I've listened to Jay. You know, I've I've known Jeb. He's a buddy of mine. Um, he usually does a lot of talking and mm-hmm. not a lot of acting. And I'll give him credit. He went down there. And and this conf- looked like acting confronted, still. See, yeah. <laughs> confronted Chandler and, and said he was going to break his nose, and he maybe made an attempt to do that. Um, but at least he went down there and, and, and spoke his piece and, and got they got into it. And the only thing that I think you can't do is uh, make a quote like this that you let your fist do the talking. Or you say stuff like, uh, you know, he was tweeting. Uh, he must have been drinking the whole flight home because <laughs> at about 4 a.m., I, I saw. I don't think many some, of them
2: guys came back. I think oh, they really? stayed.
1: They stayed out there? Yeah. Oh, so that, he was. Maybe I, think actually, he po- yeah.
0: I think he posted a picture that he was on the plane, though.
1: Oh, was he? Oh, he did have a. I, I mean, had, you're going to fly he,
2: from Portland to California. I didn't know so. it
1: was that night, though. I think it was. I think he did fly post tracks. It wasn't a team plane. Yeah. though. Uh, but, you know, you're tweeting stuff at like three or four in the morning. Like, uh, <laughs> I let my fist do the talking. I rocked his head. He felt it. And unfortunately for Jeb in 2023, it's
0: everything many is on camera
1: because <laughs> turns out none of that <laughs> was true. So uh, I don't know who edited. I know who assisted on some of the ideas for that video. I <laughs> well, um, put all the names at the end of it. Uh, he oh, he's saying the idea part. Yeah. Um, and I don't know who edited it, but they deserve an Emmy of their they own. Put the names
2: at the end of it. No, they- that's
1: that's the guy from. uh um, Curb your enthusiasm. That makes that. That's like Robert Weed. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they this the what got me. When I saw the video and I I chuckled about it. Right. I was like, oh, that's funny. And then somebody said, did you listen to the video? And I said, no, I didn't even know there was sound. I just and then I listened to the sound effects of like the little rubber hammers sound really, or squeak. Like I was like, oh my god, cinematic genius. So to note to self, <laughs> um, don't embellish in 2023 because more than likely it is on video and if you're going to let your fist do the talking then just let
3: them do the talking. There's no need to talk about it. (laughs) Just just leave it be. we have already talked. I'm spot
2: off. I'm spot off. I mean I'm I'm spot on for Jeb actually doing more than what most drivers do when he's mad and you know and going down there and look if you're going to go down there and do it, do it. Don't talk about it. Just do it. Like most time we all how many times have you heard a driver say, "I am going to go down there," and then they get down there and they don't do it? Yeah, Most so, times. majority, yeah. So, but I am I am spot off for you know Chandler. At some point, he's going to be having a good day, and he's going to this guy. I mean, it could be the last round of the playoffs or something, and and he's going to be Jeb's going to race him really hard. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. This and you can't keep. And it sounds to me like Chandler has a short-term memory on stuff, too, because when he was on the show and I told you, you know, he said, oh, uh, you know, if you get into somebody, go talk to him, whatever, fix it. And he had wrecked Josh twice already, and then he didn't understand why Josh got him a little bit at Richmond. And you were like, probably because you wrecked him twice this year. And then he, I'm like, what, well, did you go talk to Josh? No. Well, you, you can't keep driving. Like, I'm, you can't keep making enemies right now. And he's got enough speed where he's making enemies where he doesn't need to be Making enemies you know these are just it's unnecessary and i think um you know maybe maybe uh maybe jeb was gonna let us do some more talking but chris got in the middle of them and well it wasn't even chris the,
1: what i was spot well, somebody off grabbed for, y'all what i was off spot off for the, off the headlock. For was whoever and this might not be popular where i work at colleague there but you know you cannot be a crew member and put a driver in a you know, chokehold from behind to get him. Listen, pull him out. Like, do what you can to pull him out of there. But that, get them, that if you got to get in the middle, the get in the middle. But that, you yeah. don't. Yeah. That crossed the line for me of, you know, you, you, a crew member should not ever. For one, a crew member, in my opinion, should never put her hands on a driver. Two, in that position, there, like I know you're trying to break it up and whatnot, but you, you've got to do a better job. Mm-hmm. And, and that that kind of crossed the line for me. And and you know, then Chris obviously got involved. Chris and, Ch- and Jeb have a relationship, and they kind of got face to face and tried to talk it out. Didn't seem like it went well. But um, but yeah, I I didn't I didn't think that that was a good move on that crew member's part to to you know kind of grab him around the neck from behind like that. No, I don't agree with that either. Do you think
2: Do you think Chandler's been too aggressive this year?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I, we've talked about it, you know, and 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 with like to your point, like he said, he made that comment at Richmond about, um, you know, what, you know, Josh put the bumper to us somewhere and wanted to or something like that a yeah. restart, and he's like, "Hey, what's his problem?" I'm like, "Well, you did wreck him twice this year, I know," and Ch- you know, and Ch- like it's weird because in Chandler's mind, Chandler thinks or knows it wasn't intentional; it was a mistake, but. It doesn't, doesn't race it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. like it. Just doesn't make it okay. Like he, like it, at Richmond, or not Richmond, Phoenix. Obviously, he just overdrove the it's entry. Overdrew, you know, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like I'm going to take the eight out here. You know, screw this guy. It was just mistakes, but you know in his mind it's like oh it wasn't a big deal i just made a mistake and and josh's mind you're like you you ruined my day twice you yeah. know so it's it's in and, and but you know like i said he's a young kid i don't know he's how old he's got plenty of speed and like and we, got- we've had that conversation about you know we shouldn't be why are we fighting with this guy when we would hope to not see him You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like Jeb's, Jeb's performing very well in that car, but on a day, on a weekly basis, we should be outperforming him, you know, Mm -hmm. just, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like eventually
2: you're going to get to a point where he, where he's having a really good day and Jeb's
1: not going to be having a good day and Jeb's going to get loose and, yeah, oh, and Jeb's listen, especially now that like this is gonna, this isn't gonna end here. Like this nah, is gonna no, go on I'm forever. Just getting started, you know? Yeah, it's it's it's, and that I know both of these guys. Hey, I will tell one you know, this: at least
2: when they hit each other, it's just a spin out or something like that. At least they're not getting right hooked into a wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure and that, then that's the thing know? when
1: they when they give it to it like like we moved. I don't mind battles like that. Yeah, like Jeb Jeb's kind of an eye for an eye guy, which I saw. You know, like we we went to turn one and punted him up the racetrack, and he tried to get to our bumper and do the same. It wasn't like he yeah. Blew I corner and tried to wreck us like he tried to get to our bumper and punt us back like
2: and i think i'm perfectly fine with that yeah, type of 100 that, that's like racing a, and,
1: and like down the back stretch there uh, like all i'm saying is you look, you're getting it back like be ready you know because mm-hmm. it's yeah. coming you know and then you deserve it at that point and and i think at that point chandler knows he deserves it you know he kind of overdrove entry to defend against you know jeb hopefully not being able to get through his bumper so it, uh, you know it is what it is and, and we'll be fine and move forward i think but. it's
2: worth no- mentioning that after the race, we saw how hard Sheldon and John Hunter raced and spun each other out and went at it. And then after the race, they went down there and had a conversation and I guess apologized to each other. Hey, we're driving like I don't know what happened, what they said to each other, but it didn't seem to be.
1: Um, yeah, somebody said they were fist bumping by the end of it. Like,
2: yeah. Hey, all right. Well, that was dumb of us to be doing that. We shouldn't be doing that. All right. I'll stop. All right. I'll stop, too. Hey, see ya. Did they, they the fist did the talking at the end? Yeah, they.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
0: Oh, back to the Cup Series race. Four drivers had brake further I- failures over the course of the race at Gateway. Spot on, spot off, Freddie.
1: Definitely not spot on. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know it's 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 obviously I'm no engineer, I'm no mechanic. Um, what really pissed me off was. This cost us beating TJ mm. in the Denny Hamlin bracket challenge. Uh, Denny Hamlin, I mean TJ runs around out there on four cylinders all day, and we end up wrecking with four to go, and he beats us. Which well, to credit, credit, credit? I made it to, for the long run, Freddie. Credit to that to your team because they did well, a great job with wave rounds, and then obviously a bunch of lucky balls at the end but, there with a bunch yeah. of cautions. But you, I mean, you were going to run thirty fifth. We were thirty sixth. Thirty sixth. Yeah. And where'd you end up finishing? uh 28th maybe yeah. so i mean 20? that's a big deal i mean that's you yeah. know if for for something you you have no control you're at the mercy of whatever yeah, everybody no. else does and, and i feel and you, like we got everything we and, could and you end bit. up getting seven eight spots out of it but uh yeah and uh, like i said i'm no we're no engineer obviously no mechanic um i would assume it's a cooling issue every team kind of runs different setups to, to how they cool their brakes uh obviously we saw tyler his broke early, his blew early. Uh Josevar, I think was the first one, right? It was Josevar, Tyler, yeah. then Noah, then Bubba. Um We, we never really had an issue once, once Noah wrecked, Bubba asked me what, what happened. I said, it looked to me like another brake failure. And he said, okay, Carson
2: said he was having the brake pedal was getting soft. So,
1: and then I think Tyler said he yeah, didn't Reddick really notice the same it. thing. Yeah. Until like four <clears throat> or five last before he yeah. said, like I was getting ready to have to start letting people go. Cause my, I was losing my pedal. Um, and then right when Noah wrecked, he's Bubba said, I'm okay right now, but it is getting a little spongy. Mm. And then we never had another problem for whatever it was, 40 laps or so. And then, you know, I mean, we were from that point on, we were running cause you know, a lot of times you'll hear us, we'll, we'll run for about 10 laps or so, but, and then we'll turn our fans on just cause you don't want you, it's a kind of a delicate thing where you don't want your brakes to be cold because they won't work as good and obviously too hot they'll they'll explode yeah so um you know so it's a delicate thing where you try to run enough laps to get some heat in them and then cool you know then you kick your fans on to to kind of keep you know manage the temperature um so we were running our fans at the whole time now just to just make sure they did not get hot and unfortunately we came up four laps short but did you obviously you didn't have any Brake issues, I guess. <laughs> no, he had a few other issues. Did you use any brakes?
2: <laughs> Very little. I, I mean, I'm, I'm. I don't want to. I hate to say that I'm spot on because I hate seeing the cars get tore up. But it's, I like. I mean, it's, I, it's good to put the pressure on the teams that there's a line you can overstep because that gives us cautions, that gives us, you know, issues and things like that. But I never like to see the rotors fail, and it's. I mean, there's. I looked up there. I think I looked over one time, and Tyler was like. I saw his go, and I was like, ooh. It looked like he was watermelon the wall, like yeah. Martinsville there. But Noah's too. Yeah. Yeah, Noah scared me because when his went, it turned left. He turned left. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's, oh, he did? Yeah, yeah that. And uh, you know he's going to hit. And yeah. It was like, uh, I, I think I might have just aimed for the wall and got there quicker rather than – because I, I feel like he had time to sit there and think, like, oh, this is going to hurt. This is going to suck. Yeah. yeah.
0: Graham, spot on, spot off.
3: I mean, spot off that a break – brakes are failing, but I, I think it's interesting to, I'm kind of, well, I heard one thing I heard Clint say that was interesting. And I think it might point to it a little bit would be that the, when the brake caliper and the brake components in general, their specific heat, that's a good operating point for them. And they can operate there constantly for a good time. that's a, like a target heat. Problem was, is with all these stops and starts and stops and starts and stops and starts. It's like, you're just asking for them to have issues. You're, you're heating them up, cooling them down and that's not good for any part, especially, you know, something that's being, you know, used that heavily. But, uh, and a track where you're using the brake a lot. But, uh, yeah, I actually, I kind of like the idea of some strategy. I'd rather it be with something other than the brake rotor.
2: I don't like to see these guys be yeah. in a where they can get hurt. But it's good to see that it's almost like back in the day when you could over-camber a tire. Yeah. It's her speed there, but there's a price you got to pay for it. Um, one thing I thought was interesting is speaking of this st- stopping and, and starting is we didn't get to reset the pressures after that red flag. Oh, wow. Yeah. For Gina, two hours. Yeah. We sat there and like no resetting the pressures and nobody was going to stop. Like nobody was going to pit. I don't know if they thought everyone would come get tires, but nobody pit. So, I mean, yeah, that was interesting.
1: I, you know, I think that, um, I forgot what I was going to say, but oh, the, the, <laughs> the hits, you know, I talked to Bubba and I said, uh, I said, did you, did you, Intentionally, because ours broke, he started cursing probably about the start finish line. You know, just damn it. it <laughs> so it, he knew it was coming. It, yeah, he knew it was done. Yeah. You know? And he intentionally turned right. And I think Tyler did the same thing. Noah went the other way. And, and Bubba Bubba learned his lesson from remember Pocono. that Pocono wreck. Oh, Bubba, yeah. you know That's what I singing about. He panicked oh, yeah. and, and went left. And that was probably one of the scariest things I've ever watched. Um, yeah, that was that's pretty bad. That was a heart <laughs> and uh, I said, did you turn right? He said, yeah, I said, "Noah, Noah didn't get that. And thank God Noah seemed like he's okay. He, he definitely seemed like he, was, he a little, was shaking up. He was a little yeah. dazed. He was talking about off seasons yeah I, of I, off weeks. I
0: was just about to say no we, we did hear your comments looking forward to the off season Listen, don't worry only the, 21 races yeah, left. the way, way
1: they're running i'd be here. looking for the off season too <laughs> um but you know it, it is what it is and um thankfully i saw a fan got hit by a piece yes. of noah's rotor um, so thankfully, that wasn't worse than it was. He oh, had wow. a, he had a nice welt on his chest. Yeah. Um, I loved his hat, 2014 I, Noah, Daytona 500 winner hat. <laughs> Noah did a great
0: job. He DM'd him. Yeah, like, Noah's gonna sure hopefully send to take him. Care him
1: take him. care of him. But yeah, that was it's always scary. And then that stuff happened with the brake rotors when they explode. There's Peace everywhere. everywhere. Like usually, yeah. sometimes it gets in the wall and oh, sets the Eric, wall that's on what fire. Happened to Eric Jones. Yeah. Um, yep. So. That's what
2: happened to uh, Briscoe. I think was the one but, that. Oh, that, that's who. That's right. It was. Is Briscoe, there anything that
0: could have been done to avoid it? I know Larson, like during the red flag, he would take his foot off the brake. Or there was something that they were talking about during yeah, the. Broadcast. Yeah, well, like
1: what, you, you, don't want to sit there. Like you, you get your foot on the brake, sitting there on the back stretch, which the a lot same of Bubba spa. said. Yeah, Bubba said he didn't. Yeah, he wasn't even on the brake back there. But if you're sitting there with your foot on the brake it's going to overheat that spot where the you know the pads are grabbing the caliper so what the the idea is to roll forward a little bit so now you're just grabbing different spots on the caliper you'll, warp, you you'll warp the mess out of a yeah. caliper if you just sit there with your brake foot on it when oh, it's i'm hot. sorry on the rotor yeah. um so uh you know it is yeah, what it rotor. is but it's uh it you know unfortunate for us I and mean, we were gonna probably run 10th or 11th and and now we finished 30th but we'll we'll have to rebound from that but yeah it's just thankful that everybody was okay and we'll move on to next week
2: all right it's time for
3: the
0: well i want to kick off Today's DBC A-Main by congratulating Jesse Love,
1: Jesse Love. and
0: Chad Boat <laughs> and CV Industries for their Extreme Outlaw win. Watch that one on Dirt Vision uh, last Thursday, Friday, I don't even remember when, um, but really good race, really good racing, I think, all across Dirt Vision this weekend. I feel like Carson Macedo won, uh, quite a few others. Houston's had a good race. what do you guys think?
1: Uh, yeah, so I watched some of, obviously, uh, much like Casey, I follow a lot of Chad's racing. So I was happy to see Jesse, who we had on here, did a great job a couple weeks ago. Um, did you, I know, like Owen Larson and yep. Braxton. Owen,
0: Owen and Braxton raced the junior sprint this weekend. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this last week. I mean, St. Louis and Worldwide Technology so that whole market did a great job of bringing dirt racing and nascar fans together because they had a dirt race every night late models i think uh larson race on friday you had uh junior sprints the little kids that are yeah. so cute i saw
1: ricky went and ran somewhere
2: for, yep. i think the same Rick place yeah yep. um, two nights in a row i thought i yeah. thought i saw he him did. in a Wayne car then i saw him
1: in a midget or something yeah he
0: raced uh he raced midgets when, what, thursday and and wednesday thursday and friday yep it's
1: good to see old holly shelton she got yes. back in she's uh, we i i we formed a you know a very professional deal. Um, Holly's running the better half dash um, coming up here soon at Trackhouse or GoPro, GoPro Motorplex yep. whatever it is, and um, I I paid Harley uh, Harley Holly's bar tab at Saeed's. Uh, last Saturday, so Couch racer will be an official sponsor. Nice, <laughs> Holly, for the for the uh, for the better half dash. But I don't know. I don't think. I think she's uh, had some issues um, before. I, I I saw she didn't even get to make a qualifying lap. It looked like, or at least race monitor didn't have it up. Um, but yeah, so it was good to see her back in racing I think she's going to run a couple races for Bundy. Uh, so it's good to see her back. Obviously, sprint car racing in itself is great. Um, I've seen controversy around that high limit race. Swindell was pissed off at everybody. Uh, the yellow, was, well, the yellow come out. It was, and it was a bit of a disaster. One of the heat races. Uh, There's a heat race where I think Rico shut off because he thought the race was over and then Kyle stopped to defend Rico and technically they both should have went to the back. It was it was a bit of a disaster. Yeah. Um, but, you know, while we're talking about dirt racing, I know obviously you don't have a, a giant background in dirt racing, but what you do have is a connection to the Bristol Motor Speedway that has been covered in dirt for the last few years. What's, what's your opinion on taking that racetrack to dirt. Well, you know, it was interesting because, uh, it's funny, the, the ideas
3: that that dad comes up with, we're all, we all know what they are. (laughs) Um, they, uh, they usually hit my desk first and, uh, and like usually when I was living at home, when I was still in college, like he would literally barge in the room and be like, I had an idea. And I'm like, I know where this is going. Um, <laughs> the roval was like, I'll, I will forever have to eat my words. I said, that is the dumbest idea that I've ever heard. And then it worked. And I had to call him from victory lane and be like, okay, I was wrong. That worked. <laughs> um, but Bristol was like kind of a similar, similar thing. I was like, well, I mess up a good thing. Bristol's awesome. Like we don't need to do that. And then I watched it and I was like. Okay. You know, I didn't know a lot about dirt racing. I still don't know a lot about dirt racing. I can tell you that I really enjoy watching the Bristol dirt race. I think it's fun. I think it shakes it up a little bit. Um, I'm all about kind of creating, you know, a show though. That's, that's what, that's the background I come from. So our takes are probably gonna be very different on this,
1: but I think so a pretty cool would you bring it back
0: it. next year or if
3: it were me,
1: I'm not gonna give you my take. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't listen at this point with, with our short track, like Two years ago, three years ago, I'd say yes. Please take the dirt off it. Bristol is one of our best racetracks. We don't need to lose more short tracks to to go to a dirt track. Uh, but right now, as bad as the short track package is, we might as well cover it in dirt because, it, like this, it, we didn't put on a great race any other short track this year. Um, so hopefully, we can get that package better, and we can just say yes. And you know, talking about the Roval, this was a hot topic last week. The the mile, the reason why we went to the Roval was the mile and a half was struggling. And or you know just wasn't putting on the best race you've seen the last two mile and a half races now and there's been a lot of people clamoring for a 400 mile oval is it time to maybe go back to there you think i am not the right person to
3: ask <laughs> but here's why i love the roval love the so roval. much i so when we first when he came to that was when i was still in college He he barged in my bedroom was like Roval. And I was like, that that's not even a word. You made that up. <laughs> and I he said, I did, mm-hmm. and it's great. And so we're gonna go do it. <laughs> and I was out at work. Uh, I was driving a, a Ford Focus RS. I'll never forget. It's one of my favorite cars I ever owned. So much I owned three of them. Uh not all at the different same time. times. No, I wrecked a couple. But I went out on the track and and dad said, I'm gonna call you from the TV. Like I guess the TV spotter stand essentially the TV stand up on the top of the roof and he goes I want to watch he's like go out there and tell me what you think and he showed me the way around the track and so like before there were rumble strips before there, anyone knew it was happening I was out there digging in this little hatchback doing like a buck 45 buck 50 on the back stretch feeling like I was going to die and I love that track so much I I hope it never leaves and
1: you, you may not want to tell this story but that's not the only time you were on there in a street car no
3: no actually there was another time and I do want to tell this story <laughs> okay so there I was um Bubba Wallace and I have been uh we've been pretty good buddies for a while and uh and Bubba texted me at one point and we had talked about uh about going on the Roval before the Roval was uh was even a thing and um there was an obvious like well I can't take my cup car out there I was like I didn't think you could um he said but I do have this little this little Lexus and uh he's like you drive something fast we can go out there and have some fun I said sure well I thought like you know how you go to a bar every once in a while and you say somebody like like oh we should hang out sometime you know and and it never happens that's kind of what i thought because we were just becoming friends and sure enough i'm at lunch and i'm on a date and um i'm on a lunch date with a girl up by the speedway and my phone buzzes and it's bubba and he goes hey i'm in the air you want to hit the track and i was like (laughs) i'm not gonna pass up this opportunity this is gonna be a lot of fun so i just look at her and i was like do you want to go on the track and she goes yeah sure and i go sure done so I, sh- I pull up to the back, and uh, she's not an Ascar fan, so she doesn't know Bubba. She doesn't know anything about the track or really anything that's going on. So I pull up, and Bubba's waiting there at gate 26 in the back stretch in his Lexus. And she goes, who's that? I'm like, it's just my friend. He's going to come with us. <laughs> and, uh, we go out there, and we start gunning it. <laughs> and I forgot to tell Bubba the rumble strips were not drilled to the into the track oh, yet. Oh, no. So Bubba, being a professional race car driver, goes and hits the rumble strip. <laughs> And slices his i can only assume very expensive lexus tire clean open um <laughs> then i get the phone call and this is this is what really sold the date i think this is why i never got a second one is because uh he then basically calls me says can you pull over i've had an issue I pull over i look i'm like that's obviously an issue the team is actually there i guess for a tire test so they just loaded his car right up on the, yeah. the hauler and uh, he goes can i ride with you and the two things that hit my head were like like why Because I'm me and you're you like I could let you drive the car. He says no I want to see your line. I was like you want to see my line (laughs) My line, my line doesn't exist. Like, I've had maybe Neither six is, more so laps on this track than you've had. And, uh, and have you so I, seen him run a road course? You're better <laughs> off driving. So I go out there, but here's the best part: is he walks up and in pure Bubba fashion, he opens the door, he opens the passenger door, he goes, "Hey, I'm Bubba. Would you mind moving to the back seat for me?"
2: <laughs> and he moved <laughs> towards the back.
3: And so this poor girl who was going to remain nameless was just all over the back seat because I'm flying. Now around. I'm trying to put on a show because Bubba's riding oh gosh Oh, uh, it was great. We didn't. Not have a second date, so uh, no, second date? No, no second date. Are you dating
0: anybody else? Yes, More, yes, I'm yes, asking I've been, for I, my I, single I, sister, you know. No,
3: I, I've been in a relationship for oh, uh, four and a half, half years. Yes,
0: oh, yes. Well.
1: Hey, Juliana. There Sorry. You. Bummer. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So I remember we were we were there. We were going there for a, a test this that is well day. before I knew you. Yeah. yeah oh, well yeah. before I knew you. Uh, we were going there for a test that day, and the uh, guys from the team sent me, I got a picture of his Lexus on the flatbed. I, I, like, I was like, was like, what does that bed? idiot do? Uh, and then I think about 20 minutes into that test, he pounded it in the first turn wall, and that was the end of that weekend, too. Golly. Yeah. That was fun, though. That well, yeah. was hard on motors, too. You <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of innovation, you know, we talked about, all the crazy ideas your dad has. I think your family and your dad specifically is probably the most innovative guy in motorsports in general. Like the the things that SMI and you guys bring to the table is incredible. Tell me what a maybe another crazy idea you would like to see based off what he's talked about.
3: Yeah, I mean there's uh there's a lot that always kind of hit the table. I think um We've had tons of ideas. Right now, it's it's interesting. We we do a lot in racing, and I think what we try to remind ourselves of is that Speedway Motorsports is not just a racing business; it's an entertainment business. And we have a lot of different ways that we can capitalize on the amount of space that we have. We occupy so much real estate. I mean, that's that's invaluable. So, looking into doing more, um, you know, on the racing side, I think. I'm gonna let dad take those conversations, but I know that we've looked into like, you know, what different ways we can hold more music festivals, more things on track to occupy our time. There's a concert the year. last
2: night too, wasn't there? Yep. Yeah,
3: there's concert at that gateway. Yeah, yep. we we have learned that, actually funny out with those drive-in shows that I'm sure maybe you guys got to go to a couple of those during yeah. COVID. We just learned that like most people will never go to a racetrack unless you get them there for something that's other than a race. So like having people show up and go, this is not the size of Panther stadium and me go, yeah, no. Cause it's, you could fit like four of those in here. Yeah. Like, and then people come to see the show and then I get a text and it say, hey, where do I buy race tickets? And then they come back. So I like doing stuff like that. I think we've had a lot of success in Charlotte with breakaway music festival in uh, Las Vegas with EDC. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool to see that stuff happen. I want to be on the forefront of that and, uh, and help with, uh,
1: with those projects and had fun. Think- I think that that was a big thing in Wilkesboro. Like oh, we yeah. we looked on. I forget what it was. Friday night, maybe yeah. it was like the truck practice night or truck. You know, wasn't there was no race. It was just I think yeah. practice and maybe yeah. I think it was just practice. Yeah. And it was packed. And I'm like, man, it's. And then I realized later on there was a I forget who was playing Friday night, but it was it was a, a well known maybe Chase Midland. Rice or oh, Midland, Midland and, and Chase Rice so, yeah. were both playing. Yeah. Um. And I said I said oh that, but that's the point and example right there is they're there to see the concert, but they're going to go in yeah. and and. Check out, but practice.
2: it's a weekend thing, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, there, it's not just a race. It's a ray, It's a couple races. A, a concert.
0: I mean, the Clash is a perfect example. Yeah. I mean. How many of those celebrities would have gone to a race in general?
3: Oh yeah. Well, that and then look at the, the stands. Did you see? I mean, the Clash stands is something I'm always going. Like I, I told Ben Kennedy. As soon as I left LA, I was like, I didn't, I saw more people younger than me that I can't identify with because they're too young. Than I saw older than me that I can't identify with because I'm too
1: old. I mean, we had a group in front of us. I mean, and not only age, but different, um, you know, backgrounds, different ethnic ethnic group, like every, every, every. I saw all walks of life mm-hmm. at that place and then we saw I mean talk about younger kids. Do you remember that group that was in front of us this year like right in front of us they were all dressed up like one was like a fake pregnant lady. Or, actually uh, I think she was really pregnant but they were all uh, they were all like a different theme like it was it was like theme like they had like a theme party that's but it was fun. there was 30 of them and yeah. they were yeah. just all <laughs> dressed like I don't know like just Whatever, but it was all different shit. I have pictures of it, but like that's they're just they're having fun. Like yeah. those, they did not look like race fans. You know, they I, were. I not. do think
2: the Coliseum. You, you saw, I saw kids that had no idea what racing was that are now race fans. And yeah,
1: I, I laugh at the people when they're like, "Look at that place; it's half empty." Am I, if it was half empty, that's still fifty thousand people yeah, somewhere. People uh, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. is.
0: And they're all buying yeah. NASCAR apparel because they want to wear it as their costume. Yeah. yeah. my sister is not a nascar fan like doesn't watch it whatsoever does not have no idea what my job is doesn't even know (laughs) i'm on this podcast and she just posted a picture of a wearing a earnhardt jacket oh yeah but she has no clue but like she has been to concerts at the track yeah that's how she knows it
2: but this might like this is also you look at chicago might open the door for a lot of new fans that wouldn't go the people that are in the city and chicago also has a lot of events so i think there's a Two or three concerts at Chicago yeah. too. And there's some smokers. Yeah, yeah really acts, good names. Yeah. So and Some
0: of the tickets include those concerts too. Yeah.
2: Interesting. I think they I think, I think all of them do. Yeah, yeah. I think all oh, the indeed. the weekend ticket is like it's a it's a great value for and I know people were talking about the track and everyone we always seem to do this when we go to new tracks. Oh, it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be this, this, and this. Well, we saw the we saw the Coliseum and everyone we all simmed it and stuff, it was like, Oh my gosh, this is really tall. This is really small, it's gonna be terrible. And we go there and it's actually I sat in the stands because Suarez sent us to the house and I watched the race and it was entertaining. Yeah. You got lap. It reminded me of a dirt race, kind of a sprint car race. The leader caught lap traffic and it was hard to pass him. So guess what? Here comes second place. Well, here comes third place too. And then you just got this race going on and it's fun. So, and I I think, I think having a, I think a street course kind of is going to be its own thing. It's going to be a lot of driver versus the track and there's not a lot of room for error, but one of the things about that is we've taken like look at Watkins Glen. Did you ever go to Watkins Glen as a kid? Did you ever go up that that far? Well, you, back in the day, if you went off in Turn One, there was grass over there. You could run off. If you went off the carousel, there was the curbs. You remember like watching Robbie Gordon go through the bus stop? He'd hit the curbs, and it was there was an art to it though. Now the curbs, there's no curbs. It's flat. There's runoffs everywhere. There's literally no repercussions for messing up. Yeah, and we make the track so much easier. By doing that stuff, and I not that I want to see, you know, I, I know it's I don't want to make it more dangerous, but it's also you're making it like easy.
3: Yeah, dangerous and difficult are two different words.
2: In, in a street course, like I was highly entertained watching that Indy car race during our red flag yesterday. It, it was I was like, I mean, did you watch any of it? No, I didn't get a chance to. see It, it. was really exciting. Andrew said you, I thought it was entertaining, didn't you? Yeah, that was very good. And race. the drivers are complaining like crazy. Oh, this is terrible. Well, I was, I loved it. Yeah. So I don't know. Most time when the drivers complain.
0: It's actually good. We
2: usually really like it. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. So you
3: always say that like uh, when drivers come on here, they usually win their next big event. This is me uh, putting in my official probably like fifth or seventh mention of this. I want legend cars at the Coliseum. Okay, I'm saying it now. It's a quarter oh. mile. It's an oval. That's what we do. I'm looking right in the camera. That's exactly what we do. Is this for your do. dad? Uh, actually, we don't know. <laughs> well, that track. That's not theirs. We don't know that track, so I can't really. Because
1: if well, it was him, he'd already. Yeah, hear but he could me. probably
0: have the conversation. <laughs>
3: well, could you? Someone imagine, have the con- I'm happy a spot to have race? the Could you
1: imagine how many legend cards you would get out there? We'd have to put a cap on it. Yeah. You know how many times
3: every year since then I have these kids come in and they're buying parts for the year and they're like, "When are we going to get out there?" And I'm like, "I wish that I could help you, but I can't because I don't have that." Kind What's the bigger? Like,
1: is the nationals is still the biggest? Yes yeah, so
3: we have them for all the services. We have it for um asphalt oval, uh, dirt oval and road course as well as a bandolero nationals. And it moves around everywhere. It moves year. around. So yeah.
2: what let me ask NASCAR you this. NASCAR could learn from you guys. Yeah. What yeah. is the difference between a dirt legends car and an asphalt legends car? I know it's set up but like when you ship it out, what is the difference? Set up. Just now, setup.
3: Just set. Now we have choices and shocks you can run with rebound
2: and compression. But I mean rates. the car is not built any different. Mm-mm. So I could literally Tire. buy a Legends Tire's car. Different. That's it. And I could go run the summer shootout and a month later decide I want to go run dirt somewhere and just change yeah. the setup up.
3: Do you guys know why we, I don't know if anybody knew the story about why they were and it's very short, but the, essentially the, the logic behind it was is that Bruton and Humpy were sitting out at the speedway one day. They looked out and saw a bunch of bass boats. They're like bass boat at the time was about 10 grand. They're like, if you can afford to buy race tickets and you can afford to buy a bass boat, we need to figure out how to make a legend car, like a car a race car for 10 grand. And then that's where the legend car came from. The reason it's so small, like, I can't stand the fact that I can't fit in one most of the time, and I feel like my feet are all <laughs> up in there. But guess what? It fits in the back of an F one fifty. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's
3: why it was that way because you wouldn't want to have to buy a trailer for it. You could just how throw much it back are
2: pontoons? There. Asking for a, a friend. Lot. Asking for a friend. Oh, trust me, we have
3: not we, the legend car price is not even
1: close to no. at the same speed as the. You could get a whole field I mean. of yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. legend cars yeah. now for a pontoon boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I really got screwed out of yeah. the boat deal with Delia. Yeah, yeah. So what <laughs> yeah, you're, you're
0: saying did. is, if you're listening to the show or watching the show on Dirt Vision. And you want your kid to race, this is the perfect way to do so.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. You can race them on all three services. You can have fun with them everywhere you go. They're designed to be super easy to work on. The reason we use a bike engine is because everything's in one package. It's all easy. It's all supposed to be like if you have a minimal amount of mechanical knowledge, you can work on it yourself. Otherwise, go find somebody that works on them. There's tons of people that do it. And and
2: all your classes are split up by experience, right?
3: Yes. I mean, that's.
0: Amazing, yes,
3: we do yeah. young lions up to 16, uh, which is the the only age one other than masters. So, if me and
2: Freddie went to go and run, would be old lions. So, you be, would grab all <laughs> pa-
3: so if you're 40 plus, you go to masters, but the grab all is semi pro. So, if you're between the ages of 16 and 40, you would go to semi pro unless you qualify to go pro. Um, but other than that, yeah, we get smoked. There. Be, no, I just didn't like
1: be called a master. I'll tell you now, Charlotte, master.
3: Charlotte summer shootout is probably the most competitive oval legend yeah. racing I've ever seen um, but yeah Riverhead's a great track to run at um, yeah. our fairground series that we do in uh, in in April is awesome in Nashville
2: yeah, the other on the front stretch right
3: yeah we run the front stretch there
2: how's that track coming
3: um, <laughs>
1: you guys are good at this <laughs> uh, you can ask the other guy got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Marcus on here to back up or deny some of yeah you get him on here he's already been on Dale's show what yeah. like five times i just so- happy he didn't kill me that night in Coda because I was could, he was walking over and I was like I don't know if I'm getting ready to get yelled at or Marcus is going to say hi. Yeah. No, You're I'm not I said, I can't remember the last week's show, so I don't know what I said. He just came down, sat down, and we literally sat there and talked racing for probably an hour, hour and a half eating dinner and, and then ran you know, that night. Your yep. whole
0: family, like your, your mom, like everyone in your family is just so kind. At the racetrack, fans probably, most fans have probably, if you see Marcus, will just come up to him and have a conversation. Like... Yep. Everyone, it is so cool to see, like, and the mindset too of, of what you guys are doing. In the I story. had
1: a picture of, uh, obviously, a lot of friends in town. So, Charlotte last week, I had some people. They were like, oh, you'll never believe who we met. And I'm like, oh, I'm assuming it's going to be Bubba or, yeah. you know, whoever. And it's like, "It's a, they send me a picture and it's your dad with uh, her husband and their son. And I was like, oh, yeah. I said, yeah. that's cool. I, and when I walked in, I talked about it on the podcast last week. When I walked into the racetrack, I saw you guys out front yeah. signing, you know, hang, you know, talking to people and taking pictures. Is that with
3: the kid that was being like, he was like, "Yeah, falling yeah, out his, yeah. So yeah. Kyle, you know, Kyle McGowan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. Kyle was showing me that picture. I took that picture and I was just, my dad the entire time was like, you know, you used to do this every time we tried to take
1: a family <laughs> picture this was you he's like I you were jumping she, out of the arms she, she had actually i think she tweeted it and it was yeah. like oh my was so so happy and so nice to meet marcus smith this morning and i said william doesn't look as happy no, as he, was, he was ready to go watch some racing. he said i don't know who you are weird man with facial hair get out of here i'm trying to go
3: watch some racing that was fun though yeah. he was like you want to go down in the front and, uh, and say hey to fans thank him for coming back i was like yeah you know you think about it your whole plans were all on sunday they get rained out and then we're expecting you to show up the day after. I mean, like you don't have a million things going on. So yeah. to go out there and see people that were on, nice enough to yeah. come back. Heck yeah. Why so why'd you
1: keep it so long? so long. <laughs> 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 That's one thing I won't say. They did not, I felt like they didn't keep us long like some places would, you know, but that was,
3: yeah, it was right up until I guess the race was supposed to start. I'm not, yeah, the not you know, decision making committee for no, that one. But yeah,
1: you, like, you know, at some point, like if we're not drying by now, we're, we can't start. I mean, we could, yeah. but the race is going to go until two in the morning, and we don't want to do that either. So. My magic number, I always hear for at least Charlotte,
3: is it takes about an hour forty-five on a really good day, and two hours to two fifteen
2: on i I'm going to go an and tell day. you with that weather. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah, it was yeah. never. I don't think it was <clears> ever <throat> going to stop. Like it yeah. was. It was
1: even misting the next morning. You know? Yeah, even
2: when we hit those early windows when you could see it coming, like Indy car race just finished, and there were yeah. some windows coming. Even in those windows, it never quit.
1: Yeah.
3: No, it was. So, it was. That's challenging. Substantial. I thought they did everything they could. But, do. But man, though. the racing on Monday was so good. Oh, oh so good. It was awesome. That's
1: why I'm, I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about your role, but I know. Give me back the Oval it's for the okay. playoffs. <laughs> hey, that, we, we can go. disagree. I mean, if that's fine. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I'll At still Oval, see you there. <laughs> it's
2: such a good show now, man. Like, it's a but good gotta keep you coming back to 600. <laughs> If
3: you got two of them, you might start
2: making choices.
1: No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> what if for October you could just choose which track you wanted to run? <laughs> you just run, like, they're both open. they're uh, <laughs>
3: both open. You, you got to turn around left. The wall. Yeah. You, you can, can turn, turn left, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> at,
1: at one lap, the entire race, you get a Joker lap. Yeah, oh. you got to. It's, it's like, uh, you get you got, everybody's got to run whatever it is, 300 miles, you know, however many laps that is around <laughs> each
3: one. Yeah, Sonoma could definitely run a Joker lap. Oh, like there's a hundred percent about With the drag
2: strip or
1: that. the carousel yeah. like the carousel like we used to well like we ran a couple years ago and then we yeah. went back Just to run the
2: carousel well that'd, that'd be wild. interesting coming back
0: that into that be corner awesome.
1: that'd be, right. yeah that'd be big you so like asked about what ideas we out might out have <laughs>
0: <extent>. <laughs> or like supercross where sometimes you have to run <laughs> like a certain aspect of it at least once during yeah. that that's exactly I'm so glad
2: we're running normal Sonoma again oh yeah Oh, so I, glad. That,
1: that not, it's really, I didn't, I don't think the racing got affected, but we can spot it a lot easier yeah. without that. I don't know. You know, yeah. we had I don't know Where do you all
3: spot from at Sonoma? At top, top of, of the, the hill turn,
1: too? Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha.
2: But I mean, honestly, though, if you think about it, there wasn't a lot of passing once you turned down to the
1: carousel. As no, but much. you still had to have somebody over there. Yeah. You know the, what I'm saying? Side. Like,
2: track wise, like when you had, oh, yeah, no. like the other corner, like when you almost hit that wall on the left, like, there's some people miss the exit of that corner and that's when they get checked up and they race into the, what is that? Seven, seven. Yeah. Yeah. You're racing. Like there's some good passing zones at Sonoma. That's yeah. like, so my I love th- going to Sonoma
3: favorite track. I love I, love I wish life. we could go there like a month
2: go. prior to now when it's all green.
3: Yeah. I've we, done that. It's wild. It does not look like the place. Yeah.
1: It looks totally different. Yeah. yeah. I'm ready to get out there. See our friend, Jill, Jill Gregory. Oh, yeah. She's the best. She is
3: the best. She's um, awesome. So we'll see her this week. You yeah, like wine? Big wine guy? Uh, not
1: really, but no. I mean, I've I have been known to, <laughs> yeah I've been known to drink some from time to time. <laughs> You're not picky. It's good wine. <laughs> I'm I so shocked. Man,
0: I drove four hours to see my three favorite podcasters. I only saw TJ. He was nice enough to take a picture. I was trying to find Freddy. I
2: checked every food stand in the midway. <laughs> I guess Freddy was just too distracted by that long and narrow pit road they have at <laughs> World Wide Technology <laughs> Raceway. Other than that, great
1: race. I was pri- cool. I got to be honest <laughs> with you. If you were looking for me, I was very easy to find. I was either on the spotter stand or in my car I mean, in the I air conditioning. Next, <laughs> I stood next to you for a majority of the time there.
2: Yeah. I mean, we were standing there for a while, so <laughs> it was either in the AC or in my on the spotter stand. You Those know what? My good thing options. about that weather delay deal is at least it cooled off. The yeah, thank God. There was, uh, dude, last. There was yeah. people before the start of the race, like when oh. it was all sunny, they were dropping like flies.
3: I heard that some guy walked out of there; he he had burned through his shoes, and like he oh really he had like burns on his feet. That
1: place, I don't, I mean, I, I and I kind of had this not complaint, but thought about uh, Wilkesboro as well. Like yeah, when you like paving everything like that with asphalt, I feel like it just feels like it's so much Rady hotter. D, and like yeah. we were walking in on Friday this week, and like I noticed my f- shoes were leaving footprints in the asphalt mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. it was so hot so i there's i wish there was like a, a what, there cold was really, asphalt
2: alternative. there was three people in front of the spotter stand alone one puked on your foot one was right in front of me Did you she, on your foot no but it was uh, cool it, like so the spotter stand there was like they built these tables whatever they're nice I and mean, you can set your stuff on there i was sitting underneath it before the race and like right behind the back row and we were ready to go green. I looked down there There's a woman, she got ice all over her neck and I mean, she threw up on the ground, right? It was rough. Yeah. And then, and this is not a,
1: this was not a drinking related. No, This was just, yeah, heat. This older we woman. Went, right when we
2: were going back green, another one fell out there and they yeah, called a couple. Me. Yeah. And there, it was rough. I mean, if you go back to that race, I mean, it's a, it's a great place, but just, you got to start hydrating the day before. If you're yeah, going go to go the people there. I'm
3: always yelling at you about not drinking off water. This is why
2: right yeah. here. Yeah. And it doesn't like, if you, if, You get to the point like, oh, I need to start. If you feel like, oh, I need to drink some water, it's past the
1: point. Yeah, yeah. You're already last year. Like obviously, me and Brett promote (laughs) Fireball pretty often (laughs) on here. So last year, it's a thousand degrees there also. Mm. And after the race is over, I'm running. I think it was Saturday's race ended. Xfinity or truck? Yeah, truck. And I'm running down the stairs to get out of here so I can go somewhere. And this fan is like, hey, let's do a shot of Fireball. And I'm like, of course, sure. So now I t- I don't have- I'm dying I need a water and I haven't gotten a water in like the last hundred laps and this guy's like fireball I was like great yeah sure. was it at so, least cold no fireball? it was no, hot fireball no. on a hot day I the whole way home I was, I was Jason Jarrett was with me I was like that is not sitting well I got to get somewhere and get something in my stomach I've I was never gonna, had uh, warm fireball try hot fireball on a hot day i no, I don't I think that. I'm gonna do that yeah. no. Uh, that's that's dumb, shout disgusting. out to we did i did have a, you weren't there because you quit your truck deal it's like an hour before the race started but uh what some fan some i was maybe exaggerating a little bit uh but uh a lovely fan dbc fan i did not get her name i wish i did um came over and delivered waters during the Xfinity race to the, to the three of us and luckily truck for me race. you two, oh, truck race and luckily for me you two idiots weren't there. <laughs> so I got all three of them. I gave one to Nick and I think Hirschman took the other one but uh, very nice of them. Thank you. I needed it badly at that point her husband was trying to get me to drink an ultra with him Jeez. and I said I probably have to wait a little bit on that but although I was so hot and sweating that it probably would not even infected me at all <laughs> at <know>. that point. <laughs> it is still amazing how many people come up to us at the track and
2: oh yeah, it's, uh, it's every week like n- n- so many times so what is up with all these NASCAR drivers punching like three-year-old girls? My four-year-old daughter, shit out of some of them. They punch with their like wrist bend and they're like overthrowing and they're pushing. Like holy boys, if you're going to fight, fight. Oh my god, they fight like Freddy would for sakes. <laughs>
1: That dude's that like
3: a cheap shot there at the yeah, end. I don't really know. Like, if you'd
1: you like to fight, I'll be
2: in. You see you that want. guy <laughs> that does the videos where he's like, oh, the no way guy. Oh, what? For, what? No yeah, way. For Get f- <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah.
1: Like, like that gets a sound like <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. I right, listen. He's not wrong. There's been some, but we talked about that Gallagher uh, with John West uh, fight. That was a. That time. was more like a, like a, WWF. That was. Because there was yeah. about wrestling moves. Yeah. Yeah. Pulled out in that um, one. But yeah, that. Like. I- Listen, uh, Ross, what I tell you, the problem is like like the bar, you know. It, it's Ross always messed this yeah, up. Yeah, Ross I mean. set the bar way too high with that. You know, he connected. The hook, yeah, no, so I mean, just, <laughs> and, and and now like the next fight's got to live up to that, or you're gonna yeah, get I let know. down. Yeah, so. we <laughs> went right from the 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 main fight of the evening to the, the And I was excited to watch this one because I heard the guy rocked him and you know yeah. did his fist instead. And, and, what I tell
2: you, it looked like the strings on a ceiling fan swinging at each other. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the, it does look like oh, that. Yeah. I mean, that should have been Chandler's video. It should have been little strings <laughs> flapping around. <laughs> oh. You know what they look like? the car, The car sales. I was the thing. The <laughs> That's what they look like. Chris Rice standing in the middle of it. <laughs> uh, I've heard
3: the take about the like hockey style rules of like when they hit the ground but like have have y'all discussed why that's not allowed like why that can't happen well,
1: i mean i just assume that it's probably not for the best interest well, of anybody just <laughs> interesting
3: like because i heard this on a i put lacrosse growing up and i heard this on a barstool hockey podcast at one point and they were talking about like well why don't those rules exist in lacrosse he's like because we're wearing cleats yeah like y'all are on skates if you land a punch it's gonna be because like just sheer luck like you happen to land one if we're on cleats. Yeah, or if we're on dry ground with shoes on, it's going to be a heck of a lot harder than with <laughs> skates on. I can tell you that yeah. like you can generate some serious power. That's why but man,
2: yeah. I don't know, man. I've seen some good hockey fights. Those guys. Are, oh, oh, yeah, but well, they do lose their balance. Yeah, quicker. It is easier to take each other down. They Go down, down right yeah. away. Usually a couple punches and down. Yeah, well, I mean, we could just go back to the old school thing. What they put inside the track. <laughs> a the ring boxing ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could do that. Austin Dillon, Austin Zedrick after the race pre-concert I think it was the first the first lineup actually Freddie in this caller. Yeah <laughs> after calling Maybe him out. There. Yeah <laughs> I don't want to see Freddie fight. You don't I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> All right, Freddie, open your mouth. Here's warm fireball. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my corner. My corner guy. <laughs> 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 uh. Hola amigos. ¿Dónde está, Corey LaJoy? Well, hey there, LaJoy,
0: I thought of you a plan How you can go and prove to everybody you're the man I know of a place where your worth you can show You'd be numero uno down in NASCAR, Mexico And you won't have to worry about getting beat by hosts of art
2: and you won't have the stress and nerves of driving Chase's car. That Cup Series gets scary with Larson, Ross, and Denny. So go and stack some pesos, because you can't stack those
0: pennies. <laughs> oh, that was mean. <laughs> that
1: was mean, but I it's think Corey funny. did a great. creative mean. Yeah. That was that was. Hey, listen, we we had everybody on here once in a while has got to take some heat, and I think Corey would be the first to agree that that wasn't the weekend he wanted. So sometimes, I mean, that's I what would happens. I would
2: take all the heat in the world for that opportunity. Any race car driver, 100 percent. You know what I mean? So he still got to go and. He got an opportunity that 99%
1: of them guys probably aren't going to get. Yeah. And that he's was,
0: excelling in a car that is not.
1: We enjoy calls like that. I love that. Yeah, I like it's, the Olay some I just got called fat. And, what you don't and, like is and, Blaney be on his last, last roll with so, you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Blaney.
0: Uh, what in the world? <laughs> I thought you said Blaney's going to come on the show and now Dale has him. So we're basically well, never going to get Blaney.
1: Dale, Dale had a call in a favor because Ross bailed uh, or I guess Ross has something to do. I don't know. Uh, b- believe it or not, Casey, Dale has a little more pull than I do. I, <laughs> I just, I know it's hard to believe. That's why Dale gets Marcus and you guys get me.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: See how the this- <laughs> Graham,
0: we like you you're doing great
1: I'll yes. come back on whenever <laughs> um, but yeah I, I, Ryan did say he was coming so we'll, we'll hold it t- I mean, I'm not talking to him anymore He can kiss my ass but maybe <laughs> one of you guys can call him I mean, Deal. we could, uh, yeah, well, yeah, Dale Jr. is probably definitely going to have a little more pull. <laughs> we'll just have Dale call him and ask him to go on DBC. <laughs> we could
2: probably Dale, do that.
0: Dale, can you bring Blaney on DBC?
2: Do you want to
1: FaceTime and ask
2: him right now? <sighs> no, not right now. I just All got right. an alert that said he finished a workout. Like, we must be friends on
1: the Apple Watches and stuff <laughs> where it's where you can challenge your friends. I think he does. He said he does, like, a six-minute workout when he gets up, and it's probably 1130. He's probably getting up, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well, don't forget, leave us an audio message whenever you'd like. Just head to anchor.fm slash clear. Freddie, that's for you since you forgot the link after I said it 20 million times this year. You'll see the message icon at the top, and we will keep playing the best ones.
2: Also, we are working on getting a phone number to call as mm. well, so oh. there will be multiple
0: options. Will it go to Brett's personal line? Yeah, yes. let's just yeah, call we're Brett. Just, we're
1: just yeah. gonna tweet oh. Brett's phone
2: number, and
3: that's the that's that should you be call. his
1: penalty for not showing up today. We just <laughs> I should do we just tweeted phone number. I should. tweet We should just number. not tell. Like <laughs> it'd be funny I'm if we just didn't tell people Brett. it was Brett's number. <laughs> <and> just, <laughs> I was like, hey, call our new hotline. And dude, hey, could you imagine hey, if Bruce we? Uh, Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine
2: if we actually did do that? How my, people just had random call? Oh, <laughs> oh be so that good. would, it would be make my day. So, what you could also do with this with oh. this service is you could. Be, you need a an, an existing phone number
1: to like forward it to, to
2: forward it. it, and so you could basically forward. what you do is like it was oh, just, going to be oh, set up oh, to all all my phone, and so I was going to get all the calls, and you just like send them to straight to voicemail. Dude, and we could set it up on th- Brett's. Brett's
3: phone number. Can we do
1: a prank of that at some point?
0: Yes. Well, Now you're just yeah. telling us. So. No, 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 no,
1: But no. it doesn't matter because you're still calling Reaction Theater, but the, Brett's going to see all the calls come to him. Yeah, yeah I, think, <laughs> I think we did. It's like it, call forwarding. It's, it's going forward to forward to Brett. Yeah. The oh, only yeah.
2: problem is I think Brett needs to send us like a confirmation code he gets on his phone.
0: Freddie, that's easy. Just get Somebody
2: here can access Brett's I get that. I, I yeah, get a well, hold of yeah, that for sure. We, well, next time, when you're setting it up, just do it when Freddie's with him and be like,
1: hey. Hey, Brad, I need to see your phone for a second. Yeah, let me see that. <laughs> and hey, I'm going to send is. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Let's move on to Ask DBC. Another way to get a hold of us, just use hashtag Ask DBC. We'll keep picking the best ones each week. This hey, first they're, one. you
1: are coming out gunning for grand. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm ready yeah. for it. Don't worry.
0: This one is from Zach with graham as vp of us legend cars what is your involvement with the continuing parts and tire shortage hoosier is making enough late model tires yet legends have to race all year with one set of tires what do you think
3: well uh not everybody's racing the whole year on one set so that's a little bit of an exaggeration zach let's be good about that but uh my involvement is i'm working pretty hard to try and uh, put an end to it and we uh we're we pride ourselves on having a really good relationship with our suppliers. Um, I've had a really good conversation recently with Hoosier on uh, on how we can be more consistent with the amount of tires we get in and how we can distribute them uh, properly. And uh, our team does a great job of, uh, you know, we've got the whole country. We've got the whole country here. Luckily, you know, a lot of our European customers are using different tire brands because if we were all on one tire, we'd be really out of luck. But we got a whole country of, of, of racers to try and uh, service. And I think that what our strategy has been is rather than keeping everything in the Southeast where the hotbed is, we have to be able to focus on some of these people racing in the Midwest and racing on the West Coast and racing in Texas, and in like the, like every, everywhere around the country is racing, the Northeast. So if we can distribute those at a rate, parts and tires both, that we feel is, uh, is fair to everybody. And you know, everyone's gonna feel shorted at some point. Everybody's gonna go without tires for a brief period of time, and then we're gonna get back to it. And I'll tell you the tire situation is getting better. You can hear that from the source. It is, I'm able to, have conversations with Hoosier that leave me smiling rather than uh, questioning my own existence. Um, so yeah, they're great, and, uh, and and I'm really happy with uh, what Hoosier's been able to to fix uh, from their issues they've had with uh, with material shortage and uh, and distribution. I feel like they're starting to get a much better handle on things going forward, and we're very confident we're going to have good tires for you guys this year.
1: And I and I don't know this. I know it was back in the day a little bit when they were you know like we talked about cutting tires and yeah. stuff like that, but. Ideally, if you had unlimited, endless supply of tires, you could still run these tires much longer than you think you can now. And I know there's people
3: out there that are making do um, and some tracks are rougher than others. But these tires do have a great track life on them. I mean, you can you can run them for a a lot longer than people give them credit for um, and. Yeah, it's, we, the whole purpose of this tire was to get, eliminate tire cutting because that's just another way that I could outspend Freddy or I could outspend TJ at the track was, guess what? I've got so-and-so who cuts for some ex-NASCAR driver's kid, and he's going to cut my tires for $1,600 upset, and I'm going to show with better tires than you. That doesn't happen anymore because of this tire, which is why we are so fervently sticking to it to try and make the racing fair.
0: I like it. The next one is from Joseph. What is the goal for- for the future and growth of USLCI?
3: Yeah, so uh, I I think uh, I want every single kid in the world that wants to drive a race car to think of legend cars as the first thing they think of. I want it to be the, uh, the immediate, I want it to be like when the kid runs in the room, like I want to be a race car driver and the, he throws down his phone and it's opened up to our picture of one of our cars. I want it to be the most household name in youth racing. Um, at the same time i'm a i'm a car enthusiast I, I love cars i would love to be able to work on cars uh, timing and lack of skill and experience are two things that keep me from doing that legend cars are a great way to start working on cars because it uses a bike engine and anybody that works on cars and tunes cars will tell you start with a bike it's a very easy way to learn so i would like to see more people that tune cars and work on cars get involved with our, our stuff the whole idea of this is it's kind of like a piece of sandwich bread. Like the legend car is what you want to make it. If you want to race it under our spec and our series, by all means do it. If you want to race it on your own at some sort of grassroots event that's not sanctioned by NX, do it. I want to see drift cars. I want to see rally cars made out of legend cars. I want it to be something that's just a toy that people have fun with. And um, so I think we've already got the, the development side of it down. We've got so many different drivers developing their careers in these cars. I want to see the enthusiasts take over. I want to see more people doing fun stuff with them. I personally really want to turn mine to a rally car. Like I want to find some like (laughs) suspension that can handle that and like really go out there and rip it rear wheel drive rally car style. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I want, I want everybody to think they're cool. I think they're awesome. So I and they are and, they, and they have
1: been forever you know what i mean yeah. like like that's that's that was like i said it's become modern day go-kart racing to me where if you are if you're chasing a career in asphalt racing whether it be NASCAR or late model or whatever that's where you start. The, yeah. the power to weight ratio in a legend car, oh, they are harder to drive than anything else at Riverhead Raceway. Like yeah. that's where I grew up. And and you know, obviously the NASCAR modified tour type Modifieds are there. But that that was the Legend cars, what Donnie Leah, you brought him up, was a great mm-hmm. example. Donnie Leah went from a legend car to a NASCAR modified. Like he was the one of the dominant drivers at Riverhead in Legend cars and he also, stepped straight into a modifier. Either- early on when he flipped i spotted for him his first ever race didn't modified. he flip over
2: in it no i'm no. talking about his college
1: no i don't know i wasn't there I'm he probably pretty sure he, would not surprise me if he yeah, did. yeah because
2: i was buddies with him and uh i knew him back then and i remember when he first started and, like one it was first races, he ended up flipping over
1: yeah that wouldn't I think surprise it was a riverhead I but he was dominant like when he, yeah. he first started he, he, he wore him out and then he went right to modify like that was the next stepping stone and he so, was I mean, yeah. obviously these really cars good. prepare you for, he was really good to pretty modify pretty much there. anything. Oh,
2: yeah. There was a while there where he won yeah, almost everything. Hey, like,
3: for no other reason, driver's ed was the easiest thing in the world. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you what. <laughs> yeah. like, I, like, the lady's like, how long have you been driving? Since I was nine. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's the easiest conversation to have. Like, yes, here you go. You've passed.
0: So basically, if you're Trying to pick up girls too. Like, how long have you been driving for? Since I will not
3: at all, in any way, endorse using 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 your driving abilities to pick up girls.
0: (laughs) I feel like some other people need to learn that. Experience, (laughs) but I do think you touched on a great topic, though, of you know crew members and trying to work on getting experience working on cars. Like that is an avenue we get asked all the time. Like, how do you get started in racing? And I mean. Legends car seems like a great way it's to start
3: the tra- with a bike engine for those of you that like don't may not know Like the transmission is part of the engine block. It's all it's all right there You can buy the whole thing as one unit So you're not having to go down the length of the car working on things All of the mechanics are really just right in front of you and it's it's simple parts. It's easy It's to wreck a corner in a legend car might be a couple hundred bucks to wreck a corner in a late model, I don't even know. I never late model race. Yeah, but, modify, um, you
1: rip a wheel off. modified it's thousands of dollars. Yeah. So we're talking
3: like you're you're basically forfeiting a weekend out, and you're going to be able to pay for your entire front right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, all designed to be fun, fair, and affordable.
2: If that's, you break a wheel in a late model, you probably bent the front clip yeah, or rear clip. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, that's expensive. Yeah.
0: Let's move on to what an idiots.
2: What an idiot, man.
0: Graham, would you like to kick this one off?
3: Yep, pretty quick. Brett, thanks for not showing up, buddy. Yep, um, done. You know what? Uh, what? I mean, right to the point. I <laughs> well, love look, it. I thought we, it. I thought we had a great conversation in, uh, in CODA. Turns out Freddie and I did. And, uh, and I had a great conversation with TJ and Wilkesboro, but you know, Brett, I, I just, you know, if, if I was going to be on, uh, if you were going to be
1: on my show, I'd be sure to be there. That's all. Well,
0: don't worry. We're all here. (laughs) We're the ones who (laughs) are most important.
1: I agree. We're doing, we're dropping the ball lately. I missed one. He's Mm -hmm. now this,
0: this... (laughs) he
1: planned to miss this one. I did not plan to miss mine.
0: Um, I'm also going to say, don't call me out. I'm not the idiot next week. I will not be on the show next
1: week. So where the hell are you going to Italy? Jeez. Oh wow! Why? Must be uh, nice. That must be the boat family vacation this year. Is, is, is Italy. <laughs> it's Italy.
0: His mom's sixtieth birthday. Yeah,
1: they're are oh, they away? Funny. They're gone. Are they, they are gone? Right? They've been gone for a while, right? Yep. What part of Italy are you going to?
0: Uh, Lake Como. Mm,
2: wow! I thought you were going to say baby moon or whatever you called them. <laughs> uh,
0: nope, not no, pregnant. They go on
1: a big trip every year.
0: Oh, uh, not as big as this usually. Chad will be there eventually. He's going to be racing, of course, until he is. like halfway through. So.
1: Well, who we'll cares? You probably not, you're not going to. So miss them.
0: don't make the one to the me next week. We'll see I'm see calling i Calling it do. out right now, uh, Freddie. Who is your pick?
1: Uh, well, you know, I I was wanting to give it to Jeb because you can't uh, make it up with the cameras around. Um, it might not have I meant was, that he actually connected. This man meant he went down there uh, throwing. I mean, he said he rocked him and put him in the care center one tweet. Oh, okay. So, right. I, I, I retract my statement. <laughs> he said, did you go to the care center because you were not feeling good or because I rocked you or something like that? Uh, <laughs> okay, um, that, that, that I retract my statement. Um, uh, there was somebody, oh, Briscoe, uh, not Briscoe, Cindric. I'm sorry, Briscoe. I'm not yeah, that one, on Sindrick, that one. That's that was pretty bad. We'll popular. see how that plays out. But my one idiot for the week is my, because um, I'm on my last roll with this guy, has to be. Ryan Blaney, did Again? you hear this idiot's press conference when he said uh-uh. he is more worried about his internet search history getting revealed than he is about his SMT data being public? What Ryan? What are you? What are you talking about, Ryan? What are you? What are you concerned over? What? What? What the f- have you been looking at on the internet? <laughs> so I have a question: <laughs> If you're incognito, does it really? <laughs> is it really? <laughs>
2: This is making me wonder. Not that I'm worried, but. Now we're going to have to try to get a hold of Ryan. Ask we? him for a friend, <laughs> Ryan.
0: Now he's never going to come on the show, so he doesn't answer the I mean, vibe. Yeah,
2: we're definitely going to ask him about that. Like, what are you.
1: Hey, I'm, just, I'm just, just repeating him. what he said. I don't know what he's got I'll going on. I'll tell you
2: about. what, he's probably trying to get some Google
1: images of Pitt Rhodes. Yeah, he's. Just
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously? you got to
1: figure out how to navigate them. You know? Yeah, the long. I can't stop him. Who you got, TJ? You got any idiots? I
2: year? mean, uh, it, we'll see how the week plays out. But if it if it plays out a certain way, I mean, I I, I gotta give it to the two because that if it goes that
1: way, um, well, how could it not? <laughs> The, the data, the data the is data. there, which I'm surprised because I, I left the track yesterday, going he might get away with it because I don't know that SMT was up and running, you know, and I don't know, but I guess oh, they, yeah, it, it it's was. up and running. Yeah, so and, there, yeah. and there's some yeah. pretty, it looks very similar to some SMT I looked at last week. And <laughs> then you're
2: going on the straightaway and you're almost to him, and you go a little bit left to get to him, and then you go a hard left after that. Uh, yeah. And you, there pretty was clear. there was there was a beef before that, so something was going on. That's probably not a good.
1: I mean, at least wait a couple of weeks. Let it blow.
2: Yeah, do something not else. Not while the
1: guys are already suspended. Yeah, we'll go mean, ahead and back to back it. Yeah, so that could be. I appreciate him proving my point that the penalty is not hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm
2: trying to think of what else I saw this weekend. Um. That that kind of topped it for me. There was a couple of little things that I saw, but um. Can't really say. I mean, I I, I was worried about you you, you seem to have interesting stories when you go to St. Louis. Yeah. So I actually went I, back I, to that. I bar. know that's what I,
1: that might be. So somebody <laughs> said some, uh, friend of ours that works for, uh, you went new, back to the sea ag. Yeah. So she said we were at one bar watching the Xfinity race and they picked that. They said, we're gonna go to this oyster bar to watch dinner. I would watch dinner, eat dinner. And I said, all right. So then we, we get in the Uber and we're heading over there and I'm like, this is starting to look familiar. This are we going to the same? Oh, I'm like, no. I feel like we're gonna be in the same area where that stuff happened Did last you get year. Nervous, and they're like, <laughs> No, I don't know. And I look, we get out, and it's the we're at the restaurant, and the bar that it happened outside right of there. was right next door, oh, and I was man. like, Oh, okay. Do you know what
2: Fred, what happened to Freddie? Did you hear about? No, that? No, no, oh, you gotta tell him real quick.
1: The quick version is yeah, I was the leaving version. the bar at about I don't know what time it was late, and um, a nice gentleman offered to check out your pit road. (laughs) Yeah, he was wanting to see my pit road. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Um, And I didn't really know what to say at this point. Can't imagine that you (laughs) would. Uh, I turned around and walked back inside and told Tony Hirschman Mm -hmm. I'm not going back out there by myself again. Uh, yeah, I was, I mean, he's well, a very nice, seemed like a very nice guy. I mean, clearly. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's just not something I was really into at that moment. Um, to each their own. Yeah. So, but yeah. so then I, that was a tweet. I put, I tweeted our day, like I'm back here and there's no offer this year. 365 <laughs> days later. What happened to hospitality? Uh, yeah. No kidding. I guess it only at <laughs> nighttime the sun has to be down for that. Uh, but yeah, so that was my dramatic trip to St. Louis last year, but we, we got through this year and fine. We were all good.
0: Well, Hart, DBC picks. Freddie, woop woop. congratulations. You well, first. You won
1: the no, you're oh, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate Brad picks first. The guy's great. Who's Brad Edding's picking?
0: Heading to Sonoma.
1: He is picking Michael McDowell. Good pick. That's what I was going to pick.
2: Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Ah, dang it. I'm in a, <laughs> I can't pick him because I don't know if he's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> There <laughs> goes one. <laughs> can we pick in a couple days? <laughs> can we delay these? Can I pick two? If he gets can we refresh Twitter, can real I get an, for you? Alternate? <laughs> I can yeah. Yeah. an alternate? I
0: already did refresh it. Nothing, <laughs> so nothing yet. yet?
2: <laughs> um, Bubba, <and laughs> I think Bubba's ran like three laps there in three years. <laughs>
1: we were good there last
2: year. The year before you, no, did last you blow up last before,
1: year? Uh, maybe last year we blew up. The year yeah, before, we like fin- we're finished like twelve to thirteen.
2: So McDowell's gone. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Chris Busher. Chris Busher's is a good sleeper pick for a road course.
0: Oh man, I have two options here, Graham. Who would you pick?
3: Am, am I, I mean, in the running here?
0: Uh, I mean, you you're you're pick, helping pick, me. You pick I, you I, I
3: really think I've really
2: enjoyed watching the 45 this year. Why are we not picking the guy that won the last race?
0: Though? Well, so that's we that's one of my options. I, I thought but about then, Suarez. Yeah, yeah, um, I'll do Suarez.
1: Of course, you yeah. Do. <clears throat> what the I'm going off, <laughs> off of coding. No,
0: I haven't. I haven't written down who. who I mean, I, I do to know who
1: I'm picking because both my picks got. Taken. I tried to. No, really. I tried to set the tone Why right if it there. My pick doesn't count, right? Uh, no. Yeah. I tried to set the tone with I don't, that. I don't. I, think, I, don't I, think I don't. I think. I used him. Oh, you guys got to pick a new one each time. Yeah. yeah. Or you're gonna use each person you one time for yeah. the year. Oh, okay.
0: Then it resets the playoffs.
1: I will. Oh, I'll take Austin Cedric.
0: So what happens if he gets suspended? He's just laying
1: up. I mean,
2: yeah, he doesn't have a guy. Well, Freddie, pick who you think is going to replace him.
0: No, 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 no. no, no. Austin, awesome trick. Cendric, done. All right.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I don't even.
0: Yeah, but when I had it, when I Who's had. Who's the replacement? Yeah, but I
1: could pick the replacement. Like if I could pick. Like you could pick the re- driver. No no no, no, have... no, no, no. I'm saying I would have to pick him right now. Yeah. You don't get an, an umbrella. umbrella yeah. here. Who would yeah. the
0: replacement be?
1: I don't know. That's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah, I don't.
0: Ford. It would, a, driver. it would be a
1: Ford Xfinity driver. <laughs> so like, I'll take Cole Custer this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so are you picking Cindric? I don't think
2: I'll that, take Cole I, don't Custer. Think that, I don't take Cole think
1: Custer.
0: So you're not taking Cindric.
2: No. I'll take Cole Custer. I would take, I, I would, I mean, is IndyCar off next weekend? I don't know. I'd put McLaughlin in it before I
1: put it. Oh my God. I'm going I'm to play some strategy. I'll take Cole Custer
2: wow can you, could you mate, dude i'm telling you right now the guy his v8 supercar background incredible oh yeah no i mean like it'd be awesome i'm just yeah. saying could you imagine that,
0: that, that would, would be amazing incredible?
2: it would be
1: oh it'd be awesome if
0: yeah. anything for the story oh well heading to Sonoma, what can we expect besides wine
1: man i love it out there just the area itself um the fans where we spot from is great there uh there's really not a lot to love about uh yeah, <laughs> I yeah I it's, love Sonoma. It's yeah. one of my favorite tracks.
2: We can see almost the whole racetrack from where we're at, minus um, a snake random ra- random snake every now and then. That's, well, that's
1: because you threw it on the ground the f- with somebody. It's no, that a was a long time snake. ago. I did do that, <laughs> dude. Uh, so we used
2: to have chairs on the side of the hill, and Chris Osborne, crazy. I don't know if you. If I remember, you remember the name. So he hates snakes. I mean, it, it like fight if he sees one and him and this other Nick DeFazio were sitting right next to each other. And I had this rubber snake and I tossed this snake between their between the chairs and it literally hits both their feet and kind of goes down over the hill. Oh, perfect. He stands up so fast and I thought he was going to kill me. Were you spotting yet when I did yeah. this? I thought he was going to kill me. He's walk around just like pacing. He's back not somebody and forth. you want to mess with. You no, He's crazy, crazy for, for a, for a reason. reason, yeah. And he's like pacing back and forth and he's just like he look his, fin- his fists are clenched, and I'm like, "Oh, he's gonna kill me!" And uh, he ended up not killing me, um, but he was mad. But it was—I believe I, it. I couldn't do it again. Like when I when I threw it, it like literally hit both their shoes and went down over the hill. And <laughs> did y'all hear about Winston at yeah. Wilkesboro? Yeah.
3: No. Oh, we had a pet. He's about seven and a half, eight feet long. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Is he related
2: yeah. to the one in Coda? Uh, probably. <laughs>
3: yeah. So this was—he was. Uh, he was I guess it was, I'm trying to think about where it was right in the refreshments right by like suite five. If you're, if you're thinking about where you were sitting, uh, suite five. So like on the front stretch, there's like a refreshment stand right there. And in the, I guess it was like kind of near the gutter. We had this massive black snake, uh, up there for the entirety of construction. And literally on Thursday, they decided, yeah, today's a good day to put Winston outside. I was like, you waited until Thursday, so they left him up there the whole time. They're like, yeah, don't need to move him because he's getting rid of all the other stuff we don't want up there. Yeah. So he's like, he's doing a good job. Yeah. but yeah, you'd hear, a, you'd hear a bird go in there and then you wouldn't hear it come back out. It was like, <laughs> yeah, Winston was doing, Winston was he doing was, some work. Yeah, I mean, work apparently he went it. peacefully. Yeah. He was like, yeah, no problem. I'll just put me over here and then <laughs> just he, stick me yeah, somewhere for yeah. now. He's just probably back now. now. Oh sure. yeah, he's probably back up there. I hope, man. Yeah.
2: What if he wanted to watch? He might <laughs> he took have. took him out
3: of there. <laughs> Problem was is he actually would stick his head down. And he, Like, when I say friendly, I mean he was totally fine. He didn't. He would not it at heel, but he would stick his head back down when people uh-huh. were walking by and, like, look at you, and we didn't really want to.
2: Probably see know, three and four better than us. We didn't want that
3: situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
0: Well, thank you so much, Grant, for coming on. I do have one question, though. Oh, Obviously, okay. oh, you have been in racing. You
2: ever been to Millbridge? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, shout out to everyone who tweeted about Millbridge being on race day coverage, because I saw that, so everyone take a drink for all the tweets that I got about that one. <laughs> um, but no, you've been in racing your whole life. You've seen it all, and you've seen the business aspect of it. What, for in a perfect world, what would your future look like?
3: Oh, this is tough. Um, you know, I my dad is like my best friend, my like, hero like all the things, he's also my boss, but I I have been blessed to have a fantastic relationship with my dad. I would like to be my dad when I grow up, um, just like he wanted to be Bruton. And I think it's like the, we were all kind of striving for that greatness that Bruton set the bar at. And, um, you know, that's, I wanna be an entertainer. I wanna, I want the fans to have fun at every event that I've been able to touch and, uh, and be a part of. And um, yeah, I wanna continue doing that, but wherever I fit, I always tell my dad, you know, I like talking about the future with whatever we're doing. It's uh, like, I'm like, put me where I can be of assistance. I'm like, you've known me my whole life. Literally you're my dad. Like, so you know what I'm good at. You know what I can do. I was like, put me where I'm going to be the biggest asset. I was like, cause I don't want to just sit at a desk and have a title. Like I want to be involved. I want to be able to help. That's why a lot of races, I still pick up a weed eater or still pick up a, you know, a hammer and some nails and go fix something. Like you'll see that I was trying to help. I'm not a very good welder. Uh, meaning I can't weld at all, but I was trying to help weld some, uh, some Tyson, the Tyson, uh, lap board thing, weld some seating on there with our buddy John. And so I was like, I like being a hands on wherever I can be, as long as I can be a help, as long as I'm a value and then I want to be there.
1: And, and it, it, people notice it, you know, we've yeah. seen you now at, uh, you know, a fair amount of tracks, Coda, obviously Charlotte, you know, some of the, all oh, naturally the SMI tracks, you know, yeah. it seems like you're kind of shadowing a little bit and just kind of learning. Everything you can, I'm sure you're just a sponge of. you Definitely, listen, yeah, you know we are very at times critical <clears throat> of certain things and certain things, but I don't think anybody does a better job than your dad. Of it's not a lack of effort, or, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's the effort is there. Sometimes the execution or whatever might not work out to where everybody loves it, but he's trying things, he's doing things, he does a great job with what he does. And uh, I can't imagine there's anybody better to learn from. So you're doing a great job. And thank you. When you get bigger and take over everything, you're not allowed to go on Dale show. You can only no. do deep We'll, no, be, no, we'll still be doing this podcast. My roots yeah. are here. Yeah yeah, 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 My roots are here. So uh, don't forget where you came from. This is
3: the first <laughs> podcast I've ever done. So really, yeah. Ever. Well, so yeah. yeah. Congratulations, you did a great my job. My beer last. Thank
2: <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Could be. Be <laughs> <My laughs> uh, So about
1: Nashville if it's your Latin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see everybody in Sonoma. Like I said, we'll. We'll be up top of the hill in turn two. You can wave from mm-hmm. there. I don't know if you can get bring to us. Bring
0: some snakes up there. No, no, yeah, no
1: snakes. We don't need I'm going to go get snakes. Winston.
3: Bring him up there. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll Winston,
1: We need Winston up there because there's probably
2: some bad snakes around probably. there. Probably. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, Sonoma's awesome. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. It'll be great
0: to watch too. Thanks, right. guys. Good. Have a great week.
1: Thank you all. Word. See ya. See you. There's a great brand new episode of Actions Detrimental with Denny Hamlin out now. Head on over and see what Denny has to say. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you won't miss an episode.
2: This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Check out Dirty Mo Media YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo. Mo.